captured Master Callista, we have been betrayed. The War Master has turned for the life of the Emperor. No, it cannot be. Why would Horus do this? He has fallen to darkness. He must flee the system. Take these four remembrances to Terra. They carry word of this heresy. The navigators tell me the war is in turmoil. We will be ripped apart. We cannot do this. You must have faith in your ship, my old friend. Your service will be remembered. We will carry word and ensure the galaxy knows of the War Master's treachery. And when we can, we will send the Legion to reclaim your sarcophagus. Only in death will duty end. Welcome to episode 15 of our fifth year of Edge of Empire. Um, it says here the best heresy podcast. I mean, isn't the advertising rules against that? I don't know. Anyway, anyway. so um, I'm it's subjective. The best so heresy podcast that starts with Edge. Yes, true. Yeah. <laughs> until, <laughs> until you two decide to start playing. Very true. So to, so, uh, so uh, what I'd like to do is introduce you to the rest of my hosts. So we have the original Coca-Cola in uh, Graham Mills. Hello, full sugar all the way. Full sugar all the way. Ah, I prefer Coke Zero. Uh, we have the uh, the uh, imitator, Pepsi Max, uh, uh, Chris Mills. Oh, hmm. Full of, of artificial <laughs> sweetness. That's about that's 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 spot on. To be fair, <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure. Uh, the, the thing with Pepsi Max is it's quite syrupy, and you know, I, I'm not sure how that reflects on my personality at this point now. I'm going <laughs> to spend a few minutes just considering a lot you're, of life. You're, you're, like, you're, you're like that Pepsi Max that they did a while ago that had coffee in it, you know, nice and bitter. Mm, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Again, I'm just going to go sit and be quiet and consider life choices. Uh, we clearly have the uh, Virgin Cola in the Pammy bottle that is robbing. Get bent. <laughs> 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 Pamela Anderson of this podcast is Rob. Good heavens. Uh, yes, clearly. Have, have you looked at us? You, yes. Exactly. And I'm exactly. and I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure, Michael, that you and Graham have got bigger boobs than Rob has, so I'm pretty sure one of you should <laughs> If Kid Rock comes anywhere near me, then I'm sticking me nuts straight on his snack end. Well, I just want to know who's going to be Tommy Lee in this particular equation, because frankly, <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I, I, can't, I can't even lie. I, I, I could do Tommy Lee in Titanic scale, maybe. Start to this show, aren't we? <laughs> I guess that clearly means that I am the uh, Panda Pop of the crew. Panda Pop, roller yes. cola. That's what... <laughs> panda pops. I mean, panda pops are you know overly sweet and slightly sickly, but you know you, you always wanted another one. Yeah, you know, I always <laughs> thought it was a shame that panda pops and Cresta didn't like merge to create a bear-based soft drinks empire. That is a very good point, and now well, I feel like probably in some alternate universe that's exactly what happened, and it. Yeah, yeah maybe you don't do staggering amount of drugs and just don't tell us, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Because if that wasn't a 90s stoner sent statement, I wish yeah. that like Pom Bears and Crestacola could like create a bear empire, man, and like the packaging could all be green. <laughs> like, all you need there is a sh you're, you're one shotty bottle away from a Scooby Snacks and Flares. Yes, that's true. That is true. 
Anyway, what a very bizarre, bizarre choice, Mr. B. But well, well, well done, Maxie. I've got to say yeah, that, was, that went better than I thought it was going with you. Ad libbing. Well played, sir. Well played. Build a bear. He could have had build a bear as well. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was just thinking of soft, soft drinks. You know, Cresta yeah, had the Cresta had the polar bear. Panda pops had the panda. You know, foxes, glacier mints. You could have had foxes, glacier mints. And of course, this is very much a introduction that is not going to travel too well globally and we are a global <laughs> empire now I mean, to be fair said. it's not travelling too well past Sheffield globally to be fair I don't think it's travelling yeah. I don't think it's travelling much past down people under uh, under 40 because I mean, we were saying that we were doing well in the Ukraine recently they don't have to worry about Putin massing on the borders they'll be too busy with their heads in a dictionary going what the bloody hell are these idiots blithering on about why are they drinking panda based drinks yeah you're going to get we're going to get green peas. I'm going to have the bloody rainbow warrior in me pond at <laughs> tomorrow morning. <laughs> or the WWF, whatever they are. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say. Uh, they have a bear too. I'll step out my front door. I'll get end bag with a, a, a brick in it to the face from Jane Goodall. <laughs> well, that's so, it. Do you know what? This there might be the search. earliest in the show I've ever had to do this, but... Tangent. <laughs> <laughs> So what, what, what are we doing tonight? We are going to take a look at this month's new releases. Uh, quite a few. Well. Look at, no, not look that at Mr. Much. B's medication. Most, most of it's going <laughs> to... Let's not even go there. Most of it's going to be stuff that Rob will go pointless, 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 but that's cool. Uh, an update of what we've been up to this month. State of the Union. So we're going to look at what's going on in the world of heresy. What state the Union is in? <clears throat> well, you get to have a rant, Rob, so, you know. Actually, um, I, I do feel that I just have to... I can't keep this to myself. Panda Pops got axed. I know, it was like 10 years ago or something, wasn't it? 2011. Oh, it's 10 hours exactly. exact, yeah. Are you wow. saying that they, were the, they, they were like endangered in the early 2000s and finally went extinct in 2011? Yeah. Were they the, was, was it Panda Pops that did like the bubblegum flavour and the candy floss ones? Or was that yeah, the little else? bottles. In the yeah, little yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, who Book drinks bubblegum bubble flavour pop who's in double digits of age and then realised I'm on a show with Michael? So, uh, yeah. I'm pretty sure I've had it before. Oh, you know, I've definitely had one when I was a Ben. Mum's negative perception of, of, of the fizzy drink was, was uh, cited as its downfall, even though, according to this marketing blurb, it was actually healthier than its main, lots of its competitors. I would have turned around to said Mum's net and gone uh, Prosecco. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> which is the more well, damaging fizzy drink? Well, we okay, go back to so our Shania again. So, ending kill <laughs> tonight. Me and Chris Just... are going to take a Lo- Legio Volcanium. Good luck, everybody, by the way, because this is going to be one of those shows, I think. And yes, then is. we've got Rob's paint shack, although, to be fair, he might be confined to an asylum by then. I think it's not too I far. won't be confined to an asylum. It'll be... <laughs> They'll never keep me in. <laughs> okay. He's going to he's gonna get a blue Mac and a red hat and pretend to be Paddington and Bear. <laughs> yeah, just don't ask what's in the briefcase. Just tell him marmalade sandwich. It's a real town. Is everybody... Am I... Am I on the right show? <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, he's got a massive glass of whiskey, so you know. Okay. Anyway. He's not even had a sip of it yet. Yeah, shall we? No, I'm, half, I'm, half, I'm halfway through it, do. but it wasn't... I'm halfway through it. It wasn't neat, Mike. I do put a bit of ginger in. If Oh, thank goodness. Well, a bit, because that was like a full glass. If we have any listeners what left... What um, happened to Rupert the bear? I know Paddington's like big now, but Rupert seems to have been and gone, really. 
I don't know. Rup- Rupert was a, a white bear, a polar bear, I yeah. guess, who had a red jumper and, and a very yellow, snazzy yellow, pair of trousers. Yeah, and yellow, yellow tartan trousers. He, he was literally yeah. the poster boy for white privilege. <laughs> Pretty much. He's like, you know. Dear Lord. Really? Anyway, we, moving we... on to new releases. <laughs> Please, right. for the love of all the most holy. 0.6.798.29 A Thursday, just after tea time, is raining in the depths of the Imperial Palace. Malkador, the time has come to set forth into the galaxy with all the armies of man behind me to reclaim the galaxy and bring to it illumination. Very well, my lord. I shall marshal the legions immediately. Uh, yeah. Um, excuse me. Sorry. Um, if it's illumination you're after, can um, can I suggest the uh, Daylight Company? They do the best desk-mounted hobby lights for all hobbies, including galactic conquest. Sounds very promising, and it would save a whole heap of trouble, my master. Oh. Uh. All right then. Um. Cancel the crusade and get me one of these loomy lamps. Immediately. Daylight Company, bringing illumination to a galaxy near you. Okay, new releases this month. It seems like a lot. It's not really, actually, to be fair. Isn't it? Bloody millions, I think. There's a lot of us. There's a lot of Adeptus Titanicus. There's some hobby stuff and some daft little things, but it's, you know, some stuff that's like, yeah, that came out. Blah, blah, blah. Anyway. Uh, Adeptus Mechanicus, uh, sorry, Adeptus Titanicus Mechanicum Acastus Knight Asterius. £40 from Fordron. I think that was a bit of a. It's a lot more than I expected, to be fair. It is a lot, considering you can get two Porphyrians for 30 Is it one they are model? Plastic. They are plastic. Yeah, yeah, one model. Yeah, it's one yeah, it's one model. model. It's not but a 60mm base, not a. It's, 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 it's basically a resin Warhound kind of size. Mm. Yeah. But so it, 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 it ain't cheap. It's big, but yeah, it's 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 sort of like <gasps> difficult. It's almost, dread, it's, it's almost dreadnought size, to be fair. If you if you if you forget, if you ignore the game system and just go on sheer bulk, it's not much smaller than a contemptor. I'm kind of a little bit confused there because you said the Porphyrian was mm. yeah, the Porphyrian. Two, Porphyrian's plastic. Two for thirty six. Yeah, the, pl- the Porphyrian kit. comes in a plastic kit. This but is they're resin. the same size model, aren't they? In twenty. Yeah, yeah but this this one's resin. That's okay. plastic. So plastic is cheaper. Yeah, okay. Right. R- plastic ma- to make a plastic mold is yep. very expensive, but the ma- raw material is cheap. But to make a, to make a resin mold, the actual um, material for the mold is cheap, but the material is expensive. Okay. So it's 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 one of those weird things. But you do get really good detail with resin. So it looks <laughs> lovely. It looks lovely. It's great. Yeah, I wonder if they had to do it in resin because of the little bits on the side on the side of the guns. You know the. The venting. Yeah, the vents. Yeah, because yeah, those, vent, those vents, I think they've been retro-engineered because they're ex- pretty much exactly the same as the gun shielding on the Contemptor. Well, they do. I mean, uh, the, the guy who designs them, uh, Chris Drew, I think it was, at various events, has literally said, yeah, we take we design everything for Titanicus. is designed in 28 mil, and then we debigulate it. Hey, hey that's what Miss Marvel uses, so I'll go with that. So, yeah, anyway. Uh, yeah, so they basically shrink down the, from the 28 scale. So this is taking the 28 scale model, model and then 
making yeah. it smaller. It's not like it. a yeah, it's not like a one click boom there it's done. It's a you know, you gotta make sure that details are showing. Oh yeah, it's it's select all and then scale by twenty percent. Yeah, it's not like that. But it's, it's I would like to buy the proper version of this because I think it's a crazy model. Oh, yeah, I, yeah, was, yeah. I was very, very tempted when I got my full size Porphyrian to get one of these instead. But this one just the full size one of these, unless you are playing in a car park, it's pointless. Yeah, it's, it, the yeah, weapons the are very because I think they, I think the, I think you've got to be like knee. I think it's seventy two inches and above. Oh. It goes down to AP two. Now I ain't paying five hundred points for something with AP three guns. Makes yeah. sense. It's a great model, but it's probably for your more apocalypse size games. Mm. But it will I mean, work. It's, very it's the same well. with the, the the warlord, isn't it, and stuff like that. You know, they're not designed for your general three thousand points. They're designed for when you go mental and decide and you to take, you take everything to play a, in a garden see for me somewhere. i would say yeah. i would say the warlord actually there's a great use for the warlord not playing it as the um what's the word the, as the actual warlord if that makes any sense you know as part of an army if you've got a mate with a warlord right i'm taking three thousand points you're taking just the warlord let's see if i can take you down no that's yeah. still not fun oh no still not fun but you can actually have a laugh break out some drinks what anyway i digress Next item no, on the list is the Adeptus, Adeptus Titanicus Traitor Legions book. Now, it's yes. £30 pounds as a hardback. sixteen ninety nine is digital. I have bought it. I don't think I've downloaded it yet, actually. I've bought it. I haven't even got it out of the cell. Beautiful bit of kit. Got mine on release yep. day through the post. Some yes, jazzy little stuff in there. I am all about the AT at the moment. I haven't read it yet. Like, I am frothing <clears> for AT at the moment. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm loving the AT right now. I just need to buy some something to paint because everything's painted I've still, ne- I've still never played it but I, I it's i'm just like all about the at at the moment well maybe that's what our trip to warhammer world will be eventually it's a lot of fun it's a, it is. I, I do i really enjoy the game i really do enjoy the game i yeah. a cracking game with adam and stuff i'll play it which yeah. i'll talk about later on yeah save you uh, well not with adam but with uh graham um then we've got the war adeptus titanicus Warmaster iconoclast heavy battle titan <sighs> It's a lovely model, it really is, but I what annoys me with this one, right, is the fact that the iconoclast is a separate class yeah. of warlord from the, sorry, warmaster from the normal warmaster. So those weapons Absolutely. only so those two arm weapons, they're only for the iconoclast. Oh, you can't <laughs> buy both and swap them around. No. I can people... I can understand from a certain point of view why you wouldn't do it. Why you yeah. wouldn't allow it if that makes sense. Because it would you could quite easily make a very OP Titan pretty quickly. I'm I must admit I'm not desperate to run out and go and buy a Warmaster, even the normal one. It just doesn't I, I just I really want one. Oh, they're they're but great I fun. Can't see when I'm ever gonna get a chance to use it. You would when you, you, you would be surprised. You, you can use it at three thousand points quite reasonably. I mean, yeah. me, in our game, me and Warren had one each. We had three on the table in our entire game. I mean, they're generally not as effective as you think they're going to be, but they are. You know, they are a great deterrent because you don't want to get too close. Yeah, it's a lot of points to shove into. Yeah, they're yeah. about about a thousand points a piece. Yeah, I had, I had a look at mine, and the iconic one <coughs> is going to be 1,120 points. Yeah. Uh, it's a, it, is, it is a lovely model, though. Um, but I don't know, a short-range weapon with that, that's, that's a short, sorry, a sort of close combat weapon that's actually that look, slow. The thing is, 
the normal Warmaster isn't particularly long range. Yeah. It's it's you know it it's not going to out outgun you from the back of the table. You have to either you, I mean you have to engage it in combat. You, as the person that owns it, you've got to move it into the into the battle. You can't sit on the back line and you've got to be aggressive. Spanner everyone. Yeah, and this is just taking it that one step forward. But yeah, it, it as you said, it's annoying that you can't mix and match some of the weapons. But I think yeah. most people are going to house rule it. <clears throat> Okay. Takes Warmaster out of his shopping cart. What bit puts you off, Graham? It, it doesn't. I mean, I only played one game of AT, so I wouldn't really know how to play it either way. The, so the, the normal Warmaster, I'm more inclined to get. I this as a very as a you know, it's pretty much a close combat weapon. You know, Warlord. Sorry, Warmaster. Um, it just doesn't doesn't do it for me. I feel it's too slow. I should be picking my Warmaster up tomorrow. Very nice. I mean, they uh, go yeah four inches. So it's not uh, you know too much of a slouch. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you, you can give it. It the, goes the same speed as a Warlord. So it's not. <laughs> you can give it the motive sub reactors as well, which gives it plus one inch, and then minus two to shoot in, uh, yeah. or minus two to hit with anything that isn't doesn't have the, the melee trait. So you can make them a bit quicker. And it's not like you don't have plasma to burn, quite literally, to push it to get it shifting on full stride. The thing is, because it's got the plasma, um, you know, it is quite easy to get those reactors quite hot mm. with it. So, you know, unless you're doing it where you're a, a Legio that have got good repair rolls, yeah, cheeky stuff or, to get rid of. Um, yeah, it's you know, taking the um the reactor that cools down the plasma is probably better than taking True, the, yeah, um, the um, infusive supercoolant. Yeah, rather than taking the locomotive. So it's good for me with Ossidax, though, because for 20 points I can give it the um, plasma channels, which gives me yeah. one one use only, gives me an extra D3 plus one plasma gone. Mm. So on a, on a 1,200-point Titan nearly, I'll just go, yeah, you know what, 20 points, that's fine, I'll... I'll Get it, re- get it smoking hot, getting it across the board, and then just dump it all before I leather you. Yeah. In theory. In theory. You have to remember that the game is opposite. You, you don't do everything at once. It's not yeah, like it's, Harris. So alternate re- it's, alternate it's, it's alternate reaction. activations things. So mm-hmm. um, you can want to do things in theory, but... Because of oh, that alternate reaction thing, there's more chance. You've got a warmaster on the table. It's not going to be that much alternative, is it? It's going to be like, okay, I've done my three. You do your. You've still got four left. Yeah. I'm trying to think what we, what I was rocking the other day. Hmm. But yeah, yeah I was probably that warlord, warmaster, warbringer, reeve. I had four titans, including the warmaster. Yeah. Nice. What's, what's next, next to me? Hey, what's next? Sorry, I thought Chris was still talking about Titanicus there. Uh, what we've got next is we got some uh, transfer sheets for um, for Titanicus. We've got Kratos, Furians, Tempestus. Three uh, sheets uh, all at um, the grand sum of £14. Pretty good. So if you are interested in a traitor legio, those those big traitor legios, they're, uh, they're going to be there for you. So it's not an A4 sheet though, is it? No, it's a I small think. sheet, but to be fair, A5, you don't... aren't they? I uh, think so. Yeah. But you don't need that much 
if that makes any sense. Yeah. You, you don't you don't need a full. I think an A4 sheet would be overkill. I've got two. I've got two of the um, uh, my uh, Ignatium sheets, and to be honest, they are. Uh, they they I don't need to. I don't need to at all. There's too there's too many, especially if you combine them up with some of the default sort of black and white transfers that you get, for like your Titan your your Titan you know symbol and that. Uh, so yeah, that's quite cool. Um, then we've got the one of the greatest characters in the entire Heresy, uh, a model that uh, <coughs> players have been calling out for, for, for years. <laughs> uh, Remus Ventanus, the savior of Kalf. So. Rooks are terrible. <laughs> uh, is there a reason he looks like Donald Trump crossed with Christopher Walken? That's how he looks at the book. Is it? I'd, be, I'd, I'd, I'd be checking the bits box for a spare. Um, He's got a helmet. 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 I'd put his helmet yeah. on. I'd yeah, I would. Cause, yeah, that's uh, that's. I'd, I'd, uh, to be fair, though, I'm as as I say with all these models, I'll wait until the community does some paint jobs of him because. No offense to the painters at Forge Worlds and Games Workshop, your your faces just aren't as good as. I don't understand why you look at that um, Louise Sugden's face painting masterclass, and that's amazing. And then you see these faces, and it's like, I, don't okay. know. I mean, it's, it's got some lovely jaw cheekbone definition there. Some I mean, chisel. I know there are plenty of drag queens that would love for that kind of blow up. <laughs> It's it's it, it, the, the the paint jobs they do on faces are not the best, but once the community gets hold of them, they usually do something interesting. With them. I think so it's the kind of Roman esque hairstyle. Yeah, the furrowed do brow doesn't really do a lot. But yeah, it's got bags under his eyes and stuff. I think it's a bit old. Yeah, but he's been in camp. He's probably quite tired after hanging, hanging that room. banner around all the time. Well, yeah, I suppose. <laughs> I mean, and also the banner is he overcompensating for something? That's all I'm saying. Yeah. No, using not, in the book he uses it as a spear. He does, yeah. I was going to say, why is it why is it not folded in half where he's wrapped it round some word bearer's mush? <laughs> I think <laughs> that, you've got that to say is that the least he... aerodynamic spear in the history. <laughs> There's no point. Yeah, well, he just sort of grabs it and it the... every legion flyer available. <laughs> yeah, but they fly with magic. He doesn't throw it. He literally. Frosts it through these um through these word bearers chest yeah, 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 some yeah. cultists yeah. but anyway yeah so it, you squishy know, humans there yeah no, squishy humans that's not a problem yeah no. but I, I I like the model but it is inch of a space brain per four but it is very very, very similar to the model that was released a few years ago God it must be coming on five years now for the um for the herald that we got for the yeah, yeah. museum store very similar to, I've always used that as my Remus Ventanas. I, I, had a lot, I had another look because I was thinking about characters for my Ultramarine's armor army, and I had another look at his rules. And I was still, I mean, it's actually not too bad. He's not massively expensive, but um, three plus four plus, isn't he? He's not the best character in the book, but he is the That's best. Got... He's basically the only character for the Ultramarines. To be yes, fair, I just, just, I, just, I just think they were a little bit shy of them when I looked through. I was like, ooh, not a lot here. I, I think Fordwell went. Off. I think Forge World's approach to the Ultramarines was, well, they get everything in 40k, so we'll give them very little in 30k. I, I wholeheartedly Seems agree. perfectly reasonable, yeah. Yeah, yeah. What I would do is I'd snip, I'd snip the banner off, chuck that in the bin, and <laughs> lower the... Take, take the head lower, off, take the back no, yeah, off. Put, change no, put, the, change, put, the, put the helmet in, change your arms. that's fine. No, Still the lower, same model, though. If you'll shut up a second. <laughs> no. Lo, lower, the, lower that arm that is holding it, because it's in a very good pistol grip position, and I'd just mm. put 
plasma pistol or something in it. He's got his other arm odding his sword, and there you go. You've got a Praetor, and then you've got some decent rules rather than this <laughs> space. I don't know. I'd be tempted to take lop off the top of the sword and give him an actual power sword in his hand, you know, sort of like thrusting it forward, you know, uh, going, I quite, charge! I quite, like, I quite like the kind of, he's just stood there going, right, those for it. Rather than, you know, a bit of implied threat rather than OTT, alchemy, gothic, generic, teenage angst, number four kind of. Why not? Yeah, pot. fair enough then. So anyway, okay. Remus Ventanus, he is £32. I don't know when I'm going to get him. I don't know if I'm going to get him before the new year or what. I've heard you I'll get him at some I am allowed. I've heard you've been blacklisted from, from Forge World, I'm afraid. Oh, have I? Oh, right. <laughs> Typical. Credit card fraud. I want to talk about it to you about some uh, mechanic and vehicles. I was allowed to do that. <laughs> I, uh, okay, yeah, no, I was. I was allowed to do that. Come on. Anyway, uh, next few bits of what I'm sure Rob's going to shake his head at, but we have sticks and handles and stuff so we first off we've got the new citadel color painting handle xl the mark ii version of it um just same thing with the uh with the um uh, the handle that everybody seems to love to joke about um insert joke here quite literally yeah so it's the same thing just pound more expensive and that's it not much. Although, ooh, I mean, what's that? Does, that a, does that stick in a? Um, that's what a stand? I was just looking at. Yeah, that's what I was just looking at because it's, it's got a little uh, standy thing. At the okay, the so we'll actually be moving on to that in a minute. Then that looks actually quite good. Okay, so that's so that's not bad. All right. Okay, so that. Oh, right. I see. Yeah, it integrates with the assembly stand. Yes. We'll talk about that, that in a second. Then. Yeah, that's interesting. So. We'll talk about the assembly. So that stick is eleven pounds. I think it's a pound or something more expensive than the old one, normal inflation. Uh, then we've got the color assembly stand, which is sixteen pounds. You uh, pick these up the cheaper at Element Games. The stick, the handle is nine thirty-five at Element, and the assembly stand is thirteen pounds sixty. The assembly stand, instead of being on a stick and just having the um, arms sort of come out, um, it's uh, it. it it's sort of like a stance so you can put the painting handle into and sort of have the arm sort of manipulate around it's i've actually found the one i have incredibly handy for when you're like you're trying to super glue something and i don't know what it is when you want super glue to dry it mm. never dries never but does. when you but never when you're like oh, i've spilled it on my fingers it dries instantly that's why you buy accelerator i do have accelerator this is you know yes, what i mean but it's like if you're trying to get something delicate just right, and it, those little arms can that can painting be, stand it just uh-huh. without anything going on. Just that if you sprayed that silver and put a, like blue on those little the ball joint sections, that would look like a really cool bit of sort of Art Deco scenery, sort of <laughs> Frankensteinian technology to you know with well, some yeah. lightning come up off it. Yeah, yeah, just an idea, it. like a transport, like a freaky teleporter device. Yeah, I, I can't help after that. Obviously, there's the jokes about the handle. There's a there's a sort of un some there's a sort of na- a sort of bead type nature that you can't unsee about the painting handle when you apply the well. similar mindset. <sighs> you have to uh, what? Uh, anyway, God no, I actually yes. found the old I found the old one incredibly helpful uh, when you're trying to get something just right and you need it to stay there. While you're trying to do something else, you know, when you need to manipulate something and keep it stood still, it's incredibly handy. 
Uh, I wouldn't dismiss it, to be honest. Um, oh, I've got one. I've got one of those ones. I just used to clip the actual clips onto my hand so that my dodgy hand didn't just chuck the painted handle across <laughs> the room. Yeah, that's but, what I used to do with it. Yeah, but th- that's uh, that's fine. Um, the other bits, well, the other two bits. We first of all, we're starting with the spray stick, which is uh, fourteen pounds or eleven pound ninety. I have the uh, the first version of this. It's actually pretty handy. Um, it's certainly more. It's certainly more easier to manipulate than a, than the old stick was. I um, feel like they're missing a trick with this because this feels like something that needs to be taken into school because you can just ping seven elastic bands or ten elastic bands at your maths teacher in rapid fire rather than um, you know and then just hold your models by hand. Yeah, if this that was might just be my if, age. If this was games, if this was games, if this was Games Workshop of the uh, late '90s and uh, early 2000s, this would have been designed to look like a shuriken pistol or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I missed yeah, the trick. I, 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 I just my brain just instantly goes into Beano mode with that, and like, yeah, you just sit at the back of the classroom, like you know, with with one headphone cable going up through your through your jumper, like so you're listening to your music on one one earphone leaning against it, and then you're just pinging elastic bands up. <laughs> uh, but this one's this one's a little bit more this one's a little bit more engineered and it's it's on a sort of articulated thing so you can sort of swivel so you can get a better shot yes yeah (laughs) uh right so you can get a better you know angle for spraying it's actually it does look a bit better and to be honest i like the one i've got now it's good uh i won't be rushing out to buy this it's not unless my one literally falls apart and i don't imagine that's going to happen because it's quite hard plastic I'm actually, I think I might get one of these, you know, the spray stick. And I'm, although I'm re- reluctant and I move, haven't bought any of this shenanigan, I can actually see that being quite useful if I had a lot of figures to paint, which I do. This is fairly and useful. And to spray. I think I would find that actually quite handy. So it I might, is. I might have to invest in a, one. A spray stick is really handy. You know, Games Workshop have talked about, you know, the spray sticks on the wood you know in videos before so mm. this is a great way of doing it and i prefer this over the wood because you know it, the plastic bands are really quite good at holding stuff in place um, I might have surprisingly to surprisingly yeah. i was i was quite surprised that they were quite that good at it anyway so on this one you should be able to get one two three four five six seven eight nine ten. you potentially get ten ten yeah, that's cool as uh okay so the other thing and this is the thing i think rob's going to be particularly about mm. sub-assembly holders so it's like, like plas- you do like them wow i thought you were going to be i thought you're going to be quite negative about them no I, I i think they're a good idea yeah that's shocked you hasn't it mm, he's stunned it he had a whole, he had a whole oh, spiel from is he, is he, or has he just dropped off i i I'm just shocked. like I'm just in shock. No, I quite like this because I struggle to hold teeny tiny little uh, components in my hand because obviously yeah. I've got issues with the hand. So um, yeah, it's... I know exactly, and it's it getting the um, this is plastic, the same plastic as the models is made of. Yeah, so, so you need tiny to do little dot. Leave it for an hour or so. Or if you use decent glue, leave it for about three seconds. <laughs> well, I was thinking more plastic glue. Yeah, Tammy, super Tammy, super thin. Leave it about three seconds. Oh, fair enough. I, I don't use Tamiya super thin. I, 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 I've got like first mistake, young man. I've got like five bottles. I, I subscribe to that Imperium thing, and um, they sent me like three bottles of the Citadel glue. And I've, I've, I've got, spring, use I've it got to one. Like barbecues. How, how come you've got five? 
Uh, I've, got, like I've been hard I've done by. I've got two left over from last time. Okay, fair enough. And so for I've a start, got, you said three and not five, so I don't know where you're getting the extra two from. I've got two left over from last time. I've got five bottles of glue in my drawer. Nice. Do you know what? Do you know what? Actually, we're on something which is relevant. Actually, I think it is relevant. The great superglue debate, i.e., which superglue should you use? I've I've kind of pivoted, and I've gone down the Michael Botchel route. I think it was you that suggested this, Mister B, which was rather than like buy a five mil bottle of something. Mm-hmm. Gorilla glue, bostic, whatever, um, and then you use it twice, and then you end up having to cut the nozzle off the top because it's glued up and yeah. you can't get any glue out of it. Or, or better still, the actual top super glues itself to the thing, and you have to try and use a pair of pliers to to unbreak it. Uh, I I bought a load of small 1.5 milliliter super glue things, like in a packet. Been absolutely genius because you're only you know you basically one does a, a few figures which is basically what you generally use and you then you know you're done discarded so although probably not the most um it's not the most environmentally terms, friendly no, but, but certainly super glue bug bottles are like awful I, yeah i use loctite and that's tends to be pretty good for me i've just always it's always oh, hey, mr lardy dog got money to burn <laughs> Well, with the brush I've used, but it does. Just, no, no, I used not long with the brush. I used a little 10, adapter one. Ninety-nine okay, I, for ten bottles from Wilkins. Yeah, um, thing yeah. is though, Mister, you're ninety-nine. It's like the old boots thing, isn't it? So it's like Sam, Sam Vimes, the Sam Vimes currency of boots. <laughs> yes, yeah. it is. You can <laughs> spend is. lots of lots of money on lots on of cheap food. stuff because you have to keep replacing yeah, it. Exactly. Or you can buy one decent thing. Stay yeah. forever. My lockpicks. When I bought Lockhite in the past, the, the lid just gets, after about five uses, the lid is just stuck. I think the stuff I got came from Amazon, and I think it's what they use to attach nails with. But it's absolutely... <laughs> like a hammer? Ever not build. not, not those type of nails. That's the one that you want. Ever build. Everything. I've used all sorts, and this, is, this has been the best stuff as of yet. So there we go. That's my top tip. Yeah, I, su- I surprised myself when I was doing that. I just didn't realise. I just bought some because I was, like, desperate. And I couldn't get the brand I normally use, which was like, I can't, I've got, I've still got a bottle of it. Oh, it's actually set solid. That's not liquid anymore. Vital bond. That, that yes. is actually a solid. Quite ironic that your vital bond appears to have lost, appears to have lost its vital signs. <laughs> its vitality it's is develop, not... Developed rigor mortis. Yeah, because I used to get, anyway, a thi- I used to get a thick and a thin. I feel like Michael Bott used to be here by going, anyway. Anyway, yes. So subassembly, subassembly, kind of and the, the cool thing about this is, is the little things that, that you stick your heads on stick into that glue stick. Either side, there's got holes. This one, not glue stick, spray stick. Okay, cool. If you look on the photo, yeah, it just yes, slips in, and you nice. get. That's not bad. It's eight quid normally, and it is uh, six pounds eighty from our friends at uh, Element Games, and it's really very clever. It's just one of those things that you think. You know what? As Rob was saying there, for a disabled person or someone who's not that good on their hands, and a lot of us are getting on, um, you know. Or even if you're not disabled, just if you're a ham-fisted get. That's mm-hmm. what I was trying to say. Yeah. You don't have to um, necessarily be. Uh, you but know, be, be it helps. That, and, that yeah, and, broken. and the big stick, big um, pop thing, whatever, the, 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 the thing then sticks in there, sticks in your paint handle. And it's like, huh? that is a genius system. Or you super glue, or you super glue that to the top of a cork from a wine oh, bottle. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's also yeah, got to drink a bottle sure. of wine. That's that's another option. 
I mean, I prefer the handles because I find them easy to handle in a wine cork. But I, pref- I prefer wine because you get wine. <laughs> Comes with free wine. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, anyway, uh, right. So let's have a look. You know, you can't just buy bottles of uh, corks. Oh, Sorry, yeah. not corks, but bags yeah, of there's, corks. There's, yes. yeah, there's lots of things you can do. There's lots of things also that you shouldn't do. Buying empty corks makes every baby deity cry. You buy the wine. <laughs> Fair enough. Anyway, the next five items I'm just going to run through. They're, they're actually just compilations of stories and stuff. There's a cut. There's free audio audio um, short sort sort comp, um, collections and two uh, book things. So we've got Treachery and Betrayal, Aaron, uh, which is basically just random uh, Horus Heresy um, particular short short, um, short audio book stories. Um, Endless War, which is sort of again similar collection. It's got the Lightning Tower in it. Awesome. And and Errant Knights, which is the Knight Errant short stories. Um, Heresy's answer to the Porsche 911 will just do one thing and re-release it for 50 years. Yeah, so they're they're 34.99, uh, which is a reasonable saving actually. It's, it's not bad. And then there's two um, story collections, Traitorous Scions and Loyal Sons, which are just short story ebooks um, of Primarch, uh, you know, focused on Primarchs um, that they've released for the years in collections. They're not like it's not like one book put together. You get the individual files. So but it's a it represents a decent saving on those. If you don't have them already, that is. So that's quite nice. The next two Rob will be pleased with. We have Extermination in Softback and Inferno in Softback. So that is book, uh, book three and book seven. seven. Yeah, I mean, I've got seven in hardback. But, um, I don't know what happened to my book three. I, I had book three in hardback, and I I lost it years ago. I've you probably ate it, it when you realised you had to buy book eight after you bought book seven. No, because this, this is book three. This is my greatest <laughs> book. You still probably ate it when you realised you needed nah. to buy book eight. Anyway, I, I, to be honest, I will probably buy the books again as a softback. The hardbacks were lovely, but they were heavy and prone to getting, and they just took up so much space. They weren't books to be carrying around. They were, no, they weren't. They, they were, were books to Ron, be enjoyed. Ron Burgundy style. I have many leather bound books. They were they were kind of more of a close combat. Yeah, beautiful. If there was a home invasion yes. and you wanted to do someone in, grab a a forge world blab book. A, it's got metal corners. B, it's got weight behind it. You know, no, you see, heft. I, and you I can disagree. choke if, them with the red ribbon. Home, home invasion, as if I live in live on a beach in Normandy. It's called a burglary if you don't if you're not overly. <laughs> no, because they might they might not be. No, because they might not be trying to steal from you. They may be trying to cause you harm. Therefore, it's possibly a home invasion. I am so not, glad not you said harm there. I'm so glad you said cause you harm. <laughs> well, if it's the I, former. My telly was bought in 19, <laughs> 2009, and I've got a first edition original book one that came in 2012 that was free and a book seven that's got my legion rules in it so i'll tell you what you can take my telly and the insurance company can buy me a new one (laughs) if it's for anything else then i sleep next to a gurkha cookery from 1942 that has seen action uh, in foul and will see action again and i'll take your feckin arm off (laughs) i mean to to, to be fair it's quite a specific quite a specific um scenario it was uh, mine was more of a generalization because i don't think every heresy 
uh, player has um, bladed weapons near the pillow. Well, I could be wrong. It's just on the bedroom windowsill. Oh, of course. Next, yes. to the patent, uh, next to the patent-welded Viking knife that I made. But anyway. Uh, anyway, to be honest, uh, when my dad worked at a bookies, um, he was told, oh, oh you've got to make sure you, you, you stop them from robbing the place. And his response was, you're insured. I'm not. I'm giving him it. Uh, yeah, I, had, I had a mate who worked at security at the National Railway Museum and all like, don't let people nick anything. And he was like, if they can nick a 200 ton train, I'm not arguing. That's not a bad job, is it? <laughs> That's an absolute dodd that oh, job. They, um, they, they, they've okay. not nicked, nicked any of these locomotives. Oh, oh, in my Mallard, yeah. Mallard's still <laughs> picked it up and put <laughs> her in their handbag. Wake, oh, wake up, go into work on a Monday morning, turn the light on. Nope, good. Still yeah. there. Right. Oh, Flying Scotsman. Back in the chair. It's a great train it, robbery. It is, one of those, it is one of those shows, isn't it? Anyway, <laughs> next so, two items are... In jewellery, the, the point of view that, yeah, basically, if someone tries to break, steal anything from us, just let them have it, because yeah. it's not worth our safety. Anyway, next two items are 40k items, but they've got uses in heresy. Uh, would, you you have... <laughs> if you have a templar themed imperial fist army you can get some black templar dice no can you yes buy black templar dice the 20 quid from games uh, workshop i can't remember how much they are from element games i'll have a look in a second but it's just black dice with the templar cross where the six is. i know what i know why michael has done this next one go on because he's in it am i Follow the link. They're sixteen pounds from um, from uh, Element Games. Uh, the dice. So this this next one. Follow it's the, the upgrades link. Upgrades and transfers. Top left corner. First Caucasian head is Michael. Oh, actually, yeah. Ad- that, admittedly, someone's got him with a knuckle duster with a cross on, <laughs> smacking yeah. forehead. But other than other than that. That looks like Michael. Wow, build your yeah. own Michael Bottrell. Build your own Michael Bottrell. Yeah. Anyway, the the, the in the morning. This is the Black Templars upgrade and, and transfers. Yes, there's a lot of Primaris stuff in there, but a lot of it is greebles and stuff that you can use to theme up a Templar themed Imperial Fist Force. Those shoulder pads are not they don't like oh this is definitely a primaris thing it it looks like a mark four shoulder pad yeah or custom mark three for the ones with the little yeah, uh, mm. yeah or, and there's two that are just mark three yeah you've got your um you've got heads most of which are useful uh little hands carrying skulls and what have you swords yeah the the bolters aren't that useful but no there's the, the shotgun arms Oh, shotgun uh, arms. Yeah, yeah. Shotgun arms, shotgun arms for, for recon marines. I've always done a thing based on an old piece of artwork where it showed a marine scout who was actually in power armor, but minus the backpack and minus the pauldron. So he had armored oh. legs and armored torso, but he had bare arms. So oh, I've right. always built recon and scouts like that ever since. Yeah. Um, you've, you've got a fair few bits and bobs there. Lots of greebles. There's a few bits you wouldn't use. Yeah, but. Most of it absolutely useful for a uh, Templars themed if you're, uh, Imperial Fist Force, I think. If you're doing a, you know, a champion or whatever, and you want him to be, be armed with a weapon like a gun or whatever, that sword that's sort of strapped down in its scabbard kind of thing, yeah, yeah. on the back, that would look awesome. 
Yeah. Yeah. What is it? Greeble? Greeble. You know, little Greeble, bits it's of, a, a little universal bits Greebly. And... It's a random bit and knickknack bit. Do, do you know, like, the, do you know, like, you look it's, at the next... It's a gubbins, at, Graham. It's a gubbins. Yeah, you look at an X-Wing okay. or a Star Wars wall and they've got, like, bits and bobs attached to, to the walls and stuff to make it all sci-fi. That's kind of the... They're the Greebles, you know, like... Um, I thought, honestly, for Mr. B, I thought you were, like demonstrating your knowledge of 17th century armour and that a greeble was actually like, you know, from some French word no, just... that, that, that relates to a particular part yeah, of... Yeah, a French word meaning teenager in a hoodie. <laughs> but actually, it's just, it's just a load of old nonsense is basically what you're saying. Yeah, it's just bits and bobs that, you know, make up the feel of something, huh. you know, like... Um, I feel yeah, somewhat a, disappointed now. There's I a heresy was... holy hand grenade on there as well for, you know, if... Uh, oh, yeah, there is, isn't there? For, for, for <laughs> models. <laughs> That's mm. awesome. Or bottle of Chambord if you want to paint it up as if it's yeah. uh, got liquid inside. Uh, an Emperor's Children model with a bottle of Chambord, that would be perfectly uh, <laughs> on yeah. brand, wouldn't it? It would. I love that. Okay. Gorgeous. Yeah. Very so cool. Got a, got a bunch of cool stuff there. And then there's transfers as well, which, again, potentially, potentially some use there. I mean, there's def- actually, there's definitely lots of use there, I think, personally. Okay. There's nothing that says this is 40k. Um. At least I don't think there is. Can't see anything this that says. There's 40k. Yeah. And we'll and instead of kicking a bloke into a well, what you're doing is actually you kick your wallet into a well. Yeah. Anyway. Is. Last few items on the list. We've got the Adeptus Titanicus Knights Moriax. No. They're so cute. Uh, I do like these. 32 quid for free. That's not terrible. That's about what I expected on 25 mil bases. Yeah, this basically means the only things that they don't have in Titanicus now in terms of knights is uh, the Dominuses. Which is oh, yeah. I think we'll get them at some point. Um, but yeah, you've got the Knight Moriaxis, 32 quid. I think this set, I don't think from reading the description, obviously we'll see when people start getting some actually in hand. I don't think they are customizable. I think what you get is what you get. Yeah, I, I, I can't imagine there'd be too multi-part because that's just bonkers on something. That's yeah, small. you've got you've got the the load the weapons that come with it. They're the only weapons that come with it. So I imagine with the Moriaxes there might be another pack at some point with the alternative weapons. I don't unless, know. I have... Unless it's the same guy who did it who made the epic scale Grey Knights that were multi-part. Are they? Um, <laughs> are they? Because they've not got the Graviton cannon one, have they? No, they haven't got the Graviton cannons. They've got the... Is it the Laz thing? There's the Lightning Locks. That's there's the, the uh, Volkite Vogelairs. And, the and there's, then there's the, uh, the Gravy Claws, the Gaiji Siege Claw, and the Helverin with the Auto Cannons. Yeah, that's on, the next, that's the, on the next one. So the thing with the, are, not having the Grav is that the scale of them compared to what they're going to go up against, it might be a... Mm. Not worthwhile exercise, I guess. Yeah. Anyway, so Moriaxis, they're quite cool. Twenty-five mil bases, which is excellent. Uh, Helverins um, and war glaives, uh, thirty-two pounds, basically same as the plastic ones. You get two uh, war glaives, which are the ones with the chain sword and the melter weapon, and you've got one uh, with the two uh, auto cannons. So you've got those auto cannon ones. They're going to be great at bringing down shields. I think I haven't seen the rules yet, but. If they if they get anywhere, you know, if they get anywhere, you know, there's gonna there's gonna there's gonna be a rule brought out in FAQ where it's like if your armager knights Helverins or knights Morax get looked at funny by a warmaster, they explode instantly without the warmaster having to roll any dice. 
Um, but to be fair, knights are very popular in Titanicus. There are people who just play knights, and that's mm. cool. But the more options they've got, the better, because, you know, just having few, a few oh, yeah, different the, types you know, of it, it, it's, it's getting closer and closer to just playing epic. Well, with the big knights and titans, yeah. But anyway, that's that's armor. Just again, fix. It seems to be a fixed loadout. Just reading through it, it seems to be that they, that, that you get what you get. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think you get options, or you can't. Well, you can't mix a match in. I don't think you can mix a match. Well, we haven't seen the rules, so yeah. The only way to get the rules is to buy them, which is a little bit mm-hmm. um, annoying. I must yeah, because you, you drop your thirty-two notes and go, yeah, these are cute. Oh god, they're rubbish. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to buy them anyway. I'm They're not going to be taking on a warhound any time with, with, with a huge amount of success out of this, to be honest. So. Actually, why why not? Those melters are going to hurt yeah. a warhound. If you can get back behind there, that's that's going to do some stuff. Yeah, because the, these things are quick, though. I can't remember what podcast yeah. it was I was listening to. They're like Movement 11 base, and they ignore difficult and dangerous terrain. I haven't listened to a Titanicus podcast like, for a couple of months, so I'm like, well behind. These things are seriously fast. Mm, hopefully but they need to be they need to be quick and nimble so they can get yeah. in under that warhound's shields well, and can, just blast them with the uh melter you can just imagine them you know like trying to run past a war a warhound a, a warlord and warlord just going Pum, and like punting it and just this melter yeah. just oh, i can see it. Into I, a can dot see it I can head. see my house from here i can see it in my head now anyway next item so I can see my night house from here. Yeah, I can see my <laughs> night house from here. The next item is the Zone Mortalis Underhive Market. Didn't we do this last month? That was it was previewed last month. Oh. It's actually come out this month. It's amazing. It's thirty quid, uh, twenty four pounds from our friends at Element Games. It's as I said, it's the greebles that make your Zone Mortalis look lived in. If you're yeah. going for that underhive feel, so we some, don't, don't they really release some figures to sort of populate this market? Yeah, there's the um, it's like somebody selling stuff. Will, from will, will, oh, and Scabbard, they've got the, some um, coming. Yeah, the, the wanna buy a chronograph yeah. and um, the model of uh, my friend Lewis. Actually, the uh, the slopper he has been released in. 28 mil, millimeter scale because by his own admission <laughs> that is basically a sculpture of him okay it's not a, it's not a model it's him okay yeah, fair enough but yeah so i mean i know chris was like few fooing it last week but again it's just those little greebles that make make the actual set that you're you're building if you're building an underhive i mean i will put aside a square on my four by four that's this little area's marketplace you know where people go to for their slop I think it's a cool idea, Mr. B. I genuinely do. I think it's cool. Yeah. I think it gives it a bit of humanity. Yeah. Yes. And I've found my repressor kit, so I'm going to build that to put abandoned in my underhive. It's like the enforcers have been out and they've, you know, been wiped out and they've left the vehicle. Oh, I wonder what your repressor kit was. I thought, well, maybe that's something for the bedroom. No, it's a... Clearly Sisters of Battle repressor, but in the fluff, they basically nicked it from Arbites by saying, this anti-riot vehicle you have is pretty canny good. Okay. And they just nicked them. Uh, okay, and then the last one, it's out of, it's out of stock, is the Underhive Outcast Gang, because again, what's a show without some militia proxy, but... I think these would have worked nicely, but they're out of stock now. So, okay. Heaven knows when they'll be back. But I, I, I see apparently people are distraught that they're gone. They sold out in the first wave really quickly. Good. Some good so, heads there. Yeah, definitely. 
Oh, see, see, I have this idea for a chaos, chaos <clears throat> and just basically take stuff like this, take the um, take the cordial and just sort of mix and match all the stuff together to create, you know. Yeah, there's a bit of Gene Steel occult type uh, ribbed armor on these. Yeah. There's a bit of cordial. There's a bit of Orlock. There's like a scraggy hat. One of them's wearing half a Delac jacket. Yeah. There's. I like them. Yeah, um, I like. I like Prince Adam in the bottom right corner. With his <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, I was going to say, how 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 does he keep such such volume and bounce in somewhere as dirty as the underhive? Best not best not to think about it. Oh. Yeah, best not. But yeah, I reckon so, that fella to his left in the green is going to take umbrage at that and whack him around the head with that big thing on a chain. Possibly. Floofy head goit. There's, there's some nice there's some nice cool bits and bobs there and i think you could as i said i'm just looking at this and thinking yeah chaos chaos militia with a sort of general loss in the damned of just people that they've scooped up from all over the the uh the area do you think that, that prince adam there has been mostly around the rest of the gang <laughs> and shaved their head and stuck it on his because there seems to be a, right, a, a theme of, of, of baldness, apart from unusual, him yeah i think prince adam there puts on an accent when he's hanging out with his mates if you ask me i think prince adam goes oh yes obviously quite a lot when what he's thinking is cool blimey governor i'm sorry this <laughs> the other way around you don't think when he's hanging around with his mates he's, he's giving it all oh, oh, blimey governor apples and pears being all sort of mock me yes of. yes yes of course and yeah, then he's, when he's, he's back a, at home he's like he's I say, tourist, mother, isn't he? would you yes. mind terribly uh, passing i was down with the i was down with the boys the other day just having a little, little social uh, down gathering with, down at the bullington okay. Yeah. <laughs> See what you mean. They've run out like to a, pigs, damn it! Class, and homeless people to my coke off. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Jesus. Um. So yes. Okay. <laughs> that was a really this is me getting it out of my system before I, I talk about not, the thing. This is not the later. podcast for that. Remember, this is not your. This is not the the, the, <laughs> yeah, the socialist agenda. Yes. <laughs> anyway, other <laughs> notable releases. If you fancy them, plastic thunderhawks and fire raptors again. Using the word greebles because it, 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 it my favorite word of the month. No, it's just, just just a word, you know, a little bit of scenery for your Adeptus Titanicus table. I don't know, maybe you've sculpted up a landing pad and you just want to stick a Thunderhawk on it to say, right, that's my uh, oh, look cool. But, ha- but well, if you, you can now up play a Aeronautica pad. in Her- you can now play Heresy in Aeronautica because you've got every marine flyer. But, yes, hang on a second, hang on. If you've sculpted up a landing pad for, for Titanicus, the only thing you're putting on it. Is a warhound. Yeah. <laughs> That's you know, let's be sensible here. There's only one Both thing you pointing on in it. the air going, I have the power exactly. in one save, which claiming is yes, claiming it's a tidy uh a minus two to target it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, because yeah. you can now pretty much get everything from um from uh, uh, in terms of marine flyer from um from uh, aeronautica. You've got the Xiphons, the Storm Eagles and the Fire Raptors. Plus, I suppose you've also got the. You could do a, a, a militia. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You've, you've got, got lightning. You've got lightning. And the Thunderhawks. Well, yeah. You've got the lightning. Thunderhawks. Yes. Um, thunder. What are they called? Thunderbolt. Thunderhawks. Thunderbolts. Yeah, got thunderbolts. Right? You could definitely have a cool heresy fiend fight in um, AI. Don't don't have this conversation because this is what ends up being tacked onto <laughs> game to come to relations. <laughs> No, 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 it's not. At it's some not. point down the down the no, line, we go. Oh yeah, not. let's get another it's game system involved. No, it would be too. It'd be no. It, it, it's not a widely played, I think, system within Heresy. I don't want to even start it. It, it being practical. Anyway, but it's an idea so that's cool. 
just not working on it. But it, these are the kind of things you use for scenery. Like you want to have a smash yeah, up yeah, yeah. Zyphon on your base of your Warlord or Warmaster. Well, or having your those... Warmaster having gripped, grabbed a Storm Eagle out the sky and going, ha ha! Those are defensive cannons need to have a purpose. And, you know, if you've got a little war, um, uh, Thunderhawk on a bit of wire, just sort of spinning around the top of your... Um, or even there's some stratagems which are like uh, bits coming out of the sky, aren't there? Yeah, you can also there's the bombing stratagem. Yeah, you could like use like so a you could use that as a, a proxy. Anyway. So that's the new releases. Took a bit longer than normal because uh, yeah, we're 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 in one, we're on a mood tonight. It's a definite theme. Definite theme. Okay, awesome. Okay. Um, would you like to introduce this section, Chris? What we have been up to. What I did on my holidays. The insurance. Right, ready when you are, Chris? Uh, right, okay, okay. So now it comes on to the part of the show where we talk about what we've been up to the last uh, few weeks since we last gathered around the microphones and talked nonsense uh it goes with our current painting projects all the little things that appears to be done and uh, then we come on to the games played um so, and then our commitments for next month obviously with it being festive season i imagine those will be limited uh right let's get the bowl rolling let's let's start with a man we normally finish with let's start with mr b Oh, I've done a lot of talking already, but anyway. I know, uh, but, we're, we're, but normally we finish with you, my friend, and you, you said you haven't done a lot, so let's judge you early doors. Okay. Well, let's, I, okay. No, do you know what? We'll we'll, we'll 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 bump you after that. Let's bump him down the list. Fine. Uh, go on, then, go on then, Graham. Tell us, tell us the tales of what you've done. Because you've got okay. a fair old chump by the look of it. Well, you know, somebody has to. It would appear, and that is me. So uh, what have I up to? I finished my Ultramarines, so I had 15 of them, and these have been on my painting table for what felt like a small eternity, with my mojo evaporating every time I looked at them, which was a shame. Um, fortunately, I'd set myself a, a sort of saw an event nearby at Holmforth, went nearby two hours away, and that was the motivation for me to get them painted, because it was a friendly event very much advertised as such like just a friendly day's gaming so of all the armies that i've got the friendliest that i have is the ultramarines because they're the least um competitive i think it's probably and deliberately so by the way because all my other armies are a bit too competitive and i wanted something that i could take anywhere and feel quite happy about um so i needed to get these these finished which meant i didn't want to take a recon company because you know, there's fa- there's friendly and there's just terrible and this is just terrible i think so i needed to get another 10 ish veterans together through pride of the legion um so i had to get those all painted and i had to also write another <coughs> a bigger squad of um, melter guns as well so I had, to, I had five melter guns to paint as well so i've got them done i'm reasonably okay with them um i don't know what it is about painting ultramarines just don't seem to like it very much um i don't know what it is i really don't maybe it's the gold trim that i put on them 
which is quite a lot. Um, but they just seem like they're quite a lot of hard work, and I was just a little bit just just struggle with them a bit. But anyway, I got them done, which is the main thing. So I had a two and a half thousand points um, for this event, um, which was good. And then that kind of left me with nothing to paint, and I didn't really want to fancy building anything. So I remembered that Chris, when I went down there uh, a couple of months back, uh, had some Mechanicum that, that he that he gave to me. So I swear uh, to God, that they're, they're like mice. Those things. Every have you time, found some you know, more? No, I don't. I think I think the, that was the last lot. But right. it just seemed to be before I found those ones. Every time I turned, like moved a curtain or something, there was another phallax staring at me. Well, they knew, they knew I was coming. They was like, no, we need to leave this house. It's like you know, the One Ring. It needs to want <laughs> to find its master. That's it. And, uh, so, Wait, so, are you saying, Graham, that you are at this point the master of the uh, Mechanicum? No, I'm saying I'm the Sauron of the Mechanicum, uh, but no, definitely not the master. You know, they, that particular, because obviously all their other friends have been shipped off to the north. You know, they're missing them. Um, there is there is still one remaining, but that's okay. my, uh, the, the HQ chapter I did. So. Okay. Yeah, shall, yeah, he yeah. shall remain. He shall remain. So that was, I think there were three left over from the last time I painted them. I haven't painted all of the Mechanicum, so I had three uh phallax to paint two with the plasma guns and one with the lightning gun thing and then four ursaracs i had in total so i've got a massive ursarac squad now which is awesome and uh i've got enough to do four squads of phallax as well which is cool so that's probably enough i think um for that army there's enough now to do an army without having to bring anything crazy like a lord of war which is good so um it's still pretty ferocious though as an as armies go you know there's not a lot of it's not a i wouldn't take it for a friendly two and a half thousand points let's put it that way it's not that kind of army um but yeah so i've got them painted i enjoyed painting the mechanical more than enjoyed painting the ultramarines and i was kind of sort of work out why this was why i was getting more enjoyment from that i think possibly because the ultramarines are a a known color if you see what i mean i you paint them like ultramarines and the Mechanicum that I'm painting is a little bit more, it's my own kind of colour scheme. So I'm a little happier with it, if that makes even the slightest bit of sense. It's not yep. quite such a chore to try and make it look like everybody else's ultramarines. I can just be a little bit more free with, with what I do. No, that um, makes sense. But the other good thing, which is annoyingly, that blooming Robbing's paint shack nonsense is, is kind of rubbing off on me now. And I'm talking about zen zen little highlights and pin washing and the like and i'm like what happened to you graham where did it all go wrong i say to myself <laughs> where you were just quite happy with the dry brushing and dry a, brushing and a, a and some rag rags. now we're doing pin washes i tried a zenithal highlight the other day the other week i haven't actually done it i am going to try it with my airbrush but um so yeah, I painted I painted those and they look much better, I've got to be honest, than the ones I painted previously. Of course now I need to think, oh, maybe I should go back and put some pin washes on those things. But I was super happy with them and the way they turned out. And again, I have to thank Robin for that because giving me a few techniques to to help with that painting was really cool. And actually I forgot like something. What's, what the hell has turned out? Uh was um I also painted up a warsmith from the Iron Warriors. I haven't painted Iron Warriors for a long time. Um but I got a somebody printed me off a, a an iron warrior warsmith so i thought i'd give it a go see what it was like to to put together and paint um 
and I, I rather enjoyed that. I think it's a nice, nice figure to paint, and um, it's nice to paint Iron Warriors again. Uh, I'm, you know, and it, they, they, it looks pretty good. I'm quite pleased with how it's turned out. Is, but um, is that because you can rattle can and aggrax them and drive? No, I didn't use any. I didn't use any rattle cans with these because I, I couldn't. Because this is another thing that's, that I'll probably cover on paint check with with Rob is that do I bother getting the airbrush out to do this or do I just paint it? And the the dilemma that that gives you so it's probably a subject for the paint shack but no I, but though, to be fair it was you know black undercoat and then lead uh, iron warriors kind of dry brushed and then lead belcher and then some thrash metal from scale 75 and then associated bits of um uh agrax and non oil and the like over sort of some of the gold and metallics so yeah but it's it's always good fun paying iron words because they are pretty easy you're right so yeah i've got quite a lot done next month i'm not sure what i'm going to do so i've put together you know i don't know if you remember a couple of weeks back i bought a set of things to sort of uh pimp out my flyers with uh, with these kind of missiles from 1970s oh, yeah, yeah. fighter jets and like a, a yeah, AGMs. Oh yeah, the the the, the kit. You got. <coughs> the kit. <coughs> yeah, the kit is actually amazing. Actually, I've got to be honest, it's a super kit. Um, so I'm going I'm going to be painting some of those up and sticking them on my Thunderbolt because I want to pimp that out a bit. And uh, I also managed to get hold of the old kit from the Vulture upgrade, which has got this really awesome big old auto cannon thing. Polish cannon upgrade. Yeah, it's like a great big. Yeah, cannon of cool. So I think a couple of those under the wings will make it look even more evil and mean. And that's exactly the look I'm going for. And I might actually repaint the thing because I'm looking at it now thinking this looks a bit sad. Needs a little bit of loving care. So that'll probably be it. I'm not doing anything new heresy wise, I don't think. But maybe we'll come on to that in a minute. But anyway, that's it. Sorry, I can't wait until next month there, which is obviously what I shouldn't have done. But anyway, that's what I painted. Minus minus five points for, yeah. for jumping. jumping. Uh, right, uh, Robert, do we go next? Yeah, I can't remember if I um, did this last month or not, but I completed my Titans. I just went mental for Titans, and I still am. Um, so I completed um, two Warlords, one Reaver, and four Warhounds for my Legio Orsidax. Very nice. So, um, yeah, super chuffed with them. Should be picking up a Warmaster and a third Warlord tomorrow. And I've worked out what I need to get to be able to do every potential maniple so far in the book. Yes, you were mentioning that the other day. Yeah, so um, the Warmaster... And that's at full strength, isn't it? That's every potential full full strength maniple. Not with every potential weapon option, because I haven't signed (laughs) for a Premiership football team or won the Euro Millions. but my my plan is to be able to do every maniple at full strength if necessary. You got your Volkite yet? No, they're going to be last on them. They're going to, the ex, extra weapons are going to be last on the list. So I need um one more Warlord, which I pick up tomorrow. Uh, the War Master, which I'm going to magnetize to be able to turn into a War Master or a Iconoclast. Um, I need one more Warhound, and then I've got five, and I need four more Reavers, so that I've got five. <laughs> and then I need some Knights as well. Yeah. Because I think it's the Ignis Maniple has a mandatory banner of Knights. I, I think there's a couple of banners. Uh, yeah, banners I, have. I can think of at least 
Is it the Dominus? No. That sounds familiar, Dominus, but... I think the one that I noticed, the mo- the one that's got the most potential as part of the uh, manifold, I think, is the Ignis, which is three banners. Honestly, Joe's. That's quick but I've, I've worked it out that basically if I buy two of the starter box, that gets me four Reavers and another four um, Warhounds, which I can either... I can trade all the extra gubbins that I don't need, like the rule books, etc. Um, I could sell on three warhounds that I wouldn't need, or convert them into um, objective counters, things like that. So, so the, the yeah, the Dominus and the Ignis both require a um, a knight a knight banner. Yeah, the Dominus requires one. a Questorus or Serastus, and the Do- Ignis is one Serastus. Yeah, so that's why with the two. Um, two starter boxes that would give me two banners of Serastus, so I just want one extra box. So I think um, a maxed out Ignis is three banners of Serastus, is it? Uh, Ignis, yeah, 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 two two Serastus signs, uh, additional, yeah. There we go. So yeah, I've been uh, working and plotting and planning uh, uh-huh. in in between my um, delvings into uh, late World War Two RAF. Um, aircraft and a little bit of uh, middle earth um just can't quite shift that infection from stew no matter what creams i get um so but yeah but, nothing nothing wrong with a bit of middle earth no and that, that that um the world war ii model looks lovely as well it does it's really nice yeah, there are there are top secret plans for that um but i shall uh, i'm going to try and coincide the completion with a certain 400th um, anniversary that's uh, coming up that you'll probably twig the reference to straight away, Chris. But yeah, that's me, basically. Just like, <laughs> yeah. eat, 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 Total eat, silence eat, from Chris. He literally hasn't, yeah. So my, my, my connection cut out for some reason. Uh, All right, okay. He's completing the uh, uh, Spitfire for the uh, 400th anniversary of something that Chris will be aware of. No, I'm completing a Hawker Tempest Mark V for the Mm. 400th. Damn it, you can tell I haven't read the things. Look, my World War II aircraft, I can't. I'm not that good at telling apart. Cold War, I'm much better. Anyway, which is which is ironic because two of the most famous ones are practically identical. If you're talking about the MiG-15 and the F-86, they're very different, though. No, they've got a big hole at the front. They've got fixed wings at 45 degrees, and they're practically identical. A Saber and a MiG-15. Yeah, well, you don't know the difference between a Tempest and a Spitfire. Now you know how I feel. Yeah. Okay. I guess. Yeah. Oh, fair enough then. All right. All right. Okay. Even, a, a, even a Mark One and a, a Mark, you know, whatever Spitfire, pretty different towards the end. So this, this just three times me the then, it? for a start. Oh, it is Mr. Bill. Different wings. Okay. Well, my month was actually quite quiet. I've had a lot. I'll be honest. I've had some sleep difficulties, and I've ended up having to go to the sleep clinic at some point. But um, so I've been like all over the place in my concentration and just not being able to sort of you know get on with stuff the way I like to. So I've only painted two projects this month for Heresy. I've painted some other stuff for like 40k and Blackstone Fortress and Age of Sigma, but that's nonsense according to Chris. Um, 
I did finish a uh, infantry squad of Deathcore Krieg uh, to go with my uh, with my uh, Deathcore Krieg based militia that's slowly coming along, very slowly. I'm doing some heavy weapon squads next. Actually, I've got some heavy bolters to do. Uh, I really love this Deathcore Krieg scheme. I actually did a bust of them as well. I printed a bust, you know, that one on um, Thingiverse that everybody does. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, which is, you know, I, I did that. It's on my Instagram somewhere. I'll, I'll find it and send you a picture. It's um, a nice sculpt. I just, I've never done a bust before, and I was like, you know what? It's there. The file's there. I want to give it a try. And I was like, I, I've not applied any techniques other than literally this is what I do with my minis. So I've not tried anything advanced or anything like that. I was just like, I'm going to try painting a bust. I'll do this one. And then maybe I'll have a look at some some YouTubes and guides and what have you and see, you know, what I can go for next. Megan wants me to do a ruddy orc. And I'm like, not a chance. I don't want to do skin yet. <laughs> no, especially if it's a ruddy one, because that's going to be weird because you've got red and green, which are going to cancel each other out. Anyway, uh, so yeah, that's the bust is actually quite nice. It's a nice, it's a nice uh, sculpt. It's a nice uh, thing. It's 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 lovely. I, I'm surprised. Yeah, it's weird it's, in transparent green. It did, yes, because that's the resin I got sent by Amazon. I ordered it in grey, and I got sent uh, transparent green, which was a right. bugger to uh, to dial in. But it's not. That did bad. you not just send it back going? This isn't what I ordered. I couldn't be asked. Yeah, exactly. Would you? I mean, you're like, oh, I've got this new thing now. I've got to wait for. No, I'm going to just chuck it in and see what happens. I would. Mm, I don't know. Part of me, part of me, would want to go like full Karen and be like, no, I want Jeff Bezos on the phone. I don't it care was, if he's it in was space. it was resin. And to be fair, I ordered 500 mils and they sent me a liter. So. No, oh, I probably I probably would have been decidedly less Karen about that. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, no, I can I can handle that. I can handle that. Also, um, you know, struggle getting. Jeff, Jeff, Jeff Bezos on the phone. He's in space half the time now, isn't he? I thought he was all... I would have, yeah, but I would have been like, no, excuse me, can you see how short my hair is at the back? I don't care if he is in, if he's in space. Get him down here right now. Very true. <laughs> uh, okay, and then the other thing I got painted was my uh, Caladius Grav Tanks for the Custodes. And this <laughs> sick filth. <laughs> so I painted one of each. You, you're, you're actually the only person on the show that doesn't actually have Caladius Grav Tanks, aren't you, Graham? Because somebody has to maintain a level of class and decorum. Hang on, hang on. How many other tanks have you got? Of overpowered gamers. Right. Class and basically, a Caladius tank is the Aston Martin advantage in comparison to the toyota 4x4 that you love uh, d- that's the comparison it's beautifully I beautiful lines sleek it's a gorgeous look a uh, massively no dangerous tank that not is really. the underpins a great deal of the ire that i have towards the uh, custodies to be honest i hadn't set Sexist out to make uh, a custodies army it's just happened because it was like well i've got a few i've got i've got these custodies from the two uh, boxes of prospero i bought um I, I, you know lots of people are selling them on but you know that's the price is quite low and i you know i'll paint them and then it sort of grew from there 
Hey, you, you can justify it whatever you want. I mean, I'm who am I? I've got Mechanicum. Who am I to possibly cast aspersions on it? Actually, everybody's got Mechanicum except Chris, I think. No, Chris has yep, some Mechanicum. No, He's got one Mechanicum figure. I've got one figure that I yeah that I, cause I scratched behind him that I've kept. So, so That's yeah. It. So there you go. Um, so we just need to do we just need to do some <laughs> Sisters of Silence, and we'll have um, we'll have all the loyalist stuff from I, Book Seven. I mean, we all have we all have the militia army, don't we? Uh, no, working on it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah I mean, I'm Yeah, we've all got an imperial army army at some point. So, uh, uh, to be mm. honest, I'm more interested in doing a um, doing a chaos cult army. Oh, that is said, another thing that I did as well this this month. Thinking about, it, I, I did buy a Marauder Destroyer. Oh yes, you did, didn't you? I did. We talked about that last month, didn't we? Oh yeah, I did think we? you might have. Yes, it was last month. Right, yeah, yeah. It, it, it was a month. Yeah. It's so pretty. Uh, talking about it again. Yeah, okay. so uh, pretty and, pretty and right, so it's a. Yeah, to be honest, I'm more interested in doing Chaos Cultists at some point because I just because like with that Underhive gang thing, and then you could take a bunch of stuff from Necromunda and just sort of bash it all together right. and create this Lost in the Dam sort of. Just anybody who was thrown in a hole, hold, give it a gun and said, right, you're going to storm the palace. Am I? Yeah. Yeah. Or protect the palace even. Oh, no, this is chaos. I want to do chaos. These are like the full on. I, I want to do the full on loss and the damned, you know, bits of goat, you know, bits of beastmen heads and stuff like, oh, there's a beastman over there. Let me know if you need any plastic beastmen bits. Yeah. Just just that general idea of a. Of an actual proper lost than the damned army of just the, you know, just a mishmash of various factions Loops, and models. Uh, you know? Whack whack pew pew. Yep, maybe a yeah, few, uh, maybe maybe a few um, actual Cadians in there as well to represent the sort of more. I, I don't know. Does that make any sense? I just it, it makes no less sense than you normally do. Yeah, that was actually the words I was going to use. It seems like a perfectly reasonable concept. I, I just think me. it would actually oh, look right. quite cool to have just you know. Chaos has literally just been mopping up everybody, and they're going to send them to the. Front. I think as as we approach you know the siege, which seems to be the, you know the, the heavily hinted at setting for the game going forwards, mm-hmm. having that kind of element where you know you've got the disenfranchised disenfranchised human element from Terra that have you know basically sacked off their loyalty to the Emperor. You know, having them stroll around, I think it it works really well. Yeah, yeah. Like, I think it would look really great. From, yeah, just yeah. like the units would the have army and... there wouldn't be any uniformity to the to the units whatsoever. It'd just be a random mix <coughs> of cultists and Cadians and even maybe even yeah, like yeah, cool. and and just right. This is this is the this is the you know. Yeah, you whoever. can use the gene stealers cults. They've yeah, got, some um, of them as well. Yeah, they've got that uh, dishevelled army look, haven't they? So yeah, just yeah. just as many disparate stuff that it can pull together to, yeah, yeah. to make it that's kind that's of very cool anyway very cool. so that would be so what what get what about games uh-huh. uh, so, I, just very quick so i just painted titans this month i finished off the the war master and some other titans as well to ahead of my game um yes. and i coated my the inside of my lungs with chrome paint, which was particularly enjoyable. Um, so now when I go to, do you not yeah. wear a respirator? I did, but even then, um, it's. I, I'm pretty sure that next time I go through a metal detector, uh, I will beep. 
because yeah, just um, don't don't tell your boss that you've got like you know silver in my lungs silver in your lungs because he'll try selling you to the next yeah exactly that comes in. that's like there's no value in silver um but yeah, so that was good fun and yeah and the the, the more i sent the, the more i increased the size of my legio the more i love them the more i love that paint scheme and everyone has been really complimentary about it as well. It's so I was, really cool. It's really everyone, cool. And everyone, I was, it's one of those things where, because it is very different to what other Legios are, are done like, you know, it's not dark and brooding or anything. It's pretty jazzy in your face. It, it, it look, it, you know, it could be like a noble, bright, um, loyalist Legio, or, yeah, we're, we're full on the way to Slanesh worship here. Yeah, I mean, it's it's their kind of backstory in my mind is more the former um you know i have a, a, a so they're only going to take plasma or, or laser weapons if they can because they're all about light effectively <laughs> yeah yeah disco lights if you want it so it's but yeah one seems really complimentary about it which is quite odd because yeah, I must admit, I was when it went up. I was like, mm, "Is this going to get us some? Uh, is this going to get us some? You know, it's not like saying. I mean, it's oh, not like a protest or like a, or you know, it's not like a, you know, a, a purposeful LBGTQ plus thing with the you know some of the, with the colorings. It's just, I thought it would look cool, and it's it definitely not grim dark. It's more glam bright. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's it's very eighties hair metal. That reminds um, me, I do have an email to send on that we got the other day. <laughs> okay. Um, so, yeah, so I did those, which is quite good. I need to get the weapon, the plasma, actually painted on them, because that's kind of the last. And then I, I've started masking off for the for the for all the trim that I've got to do. So... What colour are you uh, going for trim? Because it's going to be tricky against such a... Um, I've, I've, toyed with a, I've toyed with a couple of things either going black trim just to sort of frame the white to mm. frame the colours but I might just because I've gone for that chrome that high polish chrome look on the on the uh, mechanical elements I might continue that on the edging just to just give the you're going to lose definition and you're just going to yeah, disappear I'm not too worried about that um, you never, you're gonna, you're, they're going to be the first army anybody notices, even if you're playing on one table at the end of Wembley. Yeah, I mean it's yeah, that, uh, possibly yeah, even I'd, if I'd, you're observing them from the International Space Station. <laughs> I'd, I'd rather the the armor plates get the attention than the <laughs> the, the the high the edge highlighting, if that makes sense. Yeah, but I I, I think the black might actually bring out bring that out even more. Yeah, it's yeah. I, I've I've got a couple of un. You know, like you get the extra shoulder bits and stuff. Yeah. So I've got a couple of those that I've got to I've got to test it on and see how I get on. But, but yeah, it's just you know tearing off a little bit of masking tape, stick it in place, come back, and then do another twenty minutes of that at a time because it's just I just want to make it. Do, do, you, do you use masking tape for your trim? Only little because because my brushwork isn't my because my perception is still off slightly. Oh yeah, true. I. If I try and do it freehand without anything, I'm going to end have up painting got, on the um, armor plate, and then I'm going to end up got, having to replate the armor plate, and I don't want to have to yeah. keep... Get some, Vallejo, get some Vallejo liquid latex mask. Or, yeah. or, or Humber or Marskull, same stuff. Mm, well, okay, you know. I'll have a look. Because you can just paint that onto the armor. Um, so not the armor, the trim. Or is it the armor? I don't know. Which no, paint it onto the armor. 
Paint that, it and that's it. Paint it onto the armor. Then you can just paint it black, go wild, and then you peel it off. Yeah, okay. And it's like protects painting. I've been um, using it for rust effects, but I'm thinking of using it when I actually. I'm going to build that Titan soon. And when I paint it, I'm going to use it for that, I think. Yeah. I think. Yeah, that's what, that's what I've been doing at the moment because it's just seemed like the. You know, for the for the bigger plates, I have used like big bits of masking tape, if that makes sense. Mm. And then just sort of cut them to, to to fit but some of the yeah i've just the little two mil wide masking tape i've just used some of that for some other bits but yeah that's that's i might leave that until after christmas yeah, now try, try your local hobby shop or model shop for some vallejo uh, liquid yeah, latex mask it, i think it'll just it'll speed things up nice and easy um, element nice right yeah um uh, there are other brands as well. There's not just the Vallejo stuff. As I said, Humble Marskull. There's a couple of others I can think of. As I know, but can't think of off the top of my head. They all there. They're pretty much. They're basically the same stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it yeah. depends what you've got available. Yeah. If I if I if I was strong with the free with the freehand perception, then I wouldn't bother with it. But yeah, I just don't want the uh, the the, the no, totally having to, to to repaint the armor plates all over again because. It's just a, a bit yeah, because I'm, sort of, I'm sort of thinking of go, trying to go for that gloss red armor for my Ignatum Warhound, and I'm sort of like I want to do the 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 sort of like the um what you call it the trim, uh, basically a silver like I do for my normal Titanicus, but I'm like yeah, I'm gonna need to mask that off if I base it with a like a brighter silver and a, yeah yeah it, it sounds a chew on but. I need to. The first yeah, Titan will be a chew one, but you'll get quicker with it. Yeah. Yeah, I've just got to figure out how do you do that candy red for the armor, and then work out, me. and then I've got to work out how am I going to do some chevrons on a piece. Masking tape. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm just I know where I'm going to put the chevrons because I don't want to put them on the top, sort of the beetle carapace, as it were, because I think that's going to be absolute madness to try and get right you know because you've got to do the the um arrow as it were oh, okay. i just no, think if you've, if you've got a protr- if you've got a protractor and you can cut a 45 degree angle with a pair of with it with a scalpel yeah know. i yeah uh, i would do, do it on a bit of paper and then just blue tack it into place when you're doing it yeah but I'm gonna, than... i was thinking it might be cool on sort of like the back Like the reactor housing type oh, thing. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was All thinking right, yeah. that would look quite cool. I think I did a test of that on an on a Titanicus model, so I'll dig that out. Anyway, games. Chris played a game, didn't you? I yeah, I played a game against uh, uh, Adam and Dave uh, with our with our friend Warren accompanying me on the loyalist side, although so 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 me. just to get me straight. Dave and Adam aren't friends. No, they are. Warren is a friend. <laughs> no, but, but, but Dave is a Dave is a known quantity on this podcast. Adam is a known quantity on this podcast. Warren is not a known quantity on this podcast. Who is so, Warren? Ah. Is he Warren G? Warren Gatland? <laughs> he's Warren Beatty. No, he's he's he's, 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 he's 
I haven't got past this intro twice on the same time we're recording this about me playing a game, and I've not got further than the who I played with twice. <laughs> Go on, then. Right. Who, who, uh, right. Okay. So you're playing with Warren, Adam, and Dave. So, yeah. yeah. So, but, yeah. Not so Warren G. Just want to make not, not Warren G. Or, you know, any other Warren yeah. uh, that, you know, in popular culture. Um, oh, God. <laughs> so, yeah. So, yeah. Good old game. Big old game of Titanicus. Me and Warren, as I said in the uh, in the intro, we were rocking two War Masters, um, and we were outnumbered. This was the thing we'd kind of gone fairly points because they're you know two three thousand points each player, but you know two thousand points of ours was in two models, which mm-hmm. is always a risky risky move when you go big or, mm-hmm. or on that sort of thing. Um, and it was capture. So you had to get the close. You had to get close to the center objective, um, and have the most amount of scale on that objective to win the win the game. That was the primary objective. I can't remember what the other one was. If I'm honest with you, what our secondary objectives were. Um, I mean, two but, war masters. That's what scale twenty four. Near the yeah. Other. I mean, if, if you so, park, yeah, that's going to take some beating. Yeah, and we had a a stratagem where we could move the objective as well closer to our table edge which we did um because you know we're sneaky sneaky bad people um uh but volume don't, of don't fire. confuse great with too much of stratagems we haven't introduced that bit yet oh okay right <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll skim over the stratagems at this point um but yeah <laughs> numbers were not on our side because we'd gone big on the big two um in the center of the board but you know, we, we we made a solid account of ourselves. We didn't have any particularly dreadful dice situations. Um, you know, we, we made inroads where we we thought we were going to. The, you know, we were about to turn. I mean, we were playing from two o'clock till about half past nine. Oof. Um, yeah, it was about yeah half nine, about about nine o'clock ish, I think. So, um, so was it more that you were like, was it a big intensive game or was it just casual half the time was spent, um, te- half the time was spent taking the mick out of Dave? No, I mean, it was a bit of both, as always, you know, which we, we, once we, we tried to, because Dave was there for a limited amount of time. So we kind of tried to rack through it um, as quickly as we could when he was there. So he sort of maximised his game time and then we kind of chilled out afterwards. Um, was mo- was many Were many beers... Uh, no, you, you, only a couple of beers were drunk in there, but but dice saloon, you have you can't bring in your own liquids. <gasps> or, or, yeah, you have to but purchase from them to. Oh, do they have a license? Do they have a license or? Yeah, they do. Yeah, they have a license there. Oh, that's stuff, better. That's right. so do they, they do, do, do they have a one of those doors that you can push in? And it goes. The guy playing piano who stops when you walk in. It, it's not quite that bad. <laughs> I'm just thinking with the name, you know what I mean? Yeah. I must admit, if I if I if I were running a place called Dice Saloon, it would definitely be Western Fiend. Hey, give me some fire water, barman. You Google the Google the building, Google it, and look at the building. It does have that kind of vibe. Um, okay. It's an old converted church, I think. Oh, that sounds uh, cool. I can't. Yeah, I can't remember which. You see the one with a? Is it the one with a pulpit? Where like? No, that, no, I think that's the one in Mansfield that's got a pulpit. Yes, it, is still, one, so. it is the one, the one in Mansfield. Yeah, because I've been to that. Um, but yeah, no, it was a you know, the War Master took a couple of things. It took out 
Adam's Warmaster took out a Warhound. Um, you know, we killed a lot of other small things, but it, it, it sort of the we had towards the end of the game there was just like four we had like four Titans left facing down I think seven, and it, it, in that although everything had enough chinks in their armor on the other side. They were, we didn't have enough to exploit all those chinks in the armor, and there were still yeah. two or three tiles that were rocking around untouched. And am, I, am I a bad man for being upset that there's no pulpit that I can play um, Chaos Demons on? Yes. I'm sure we can get you unmade. Yeah. I'm sure we can get that organized. Well, I have anything against the church, you know, I just I think it would be funny because, you know, I'm a, I was an ex-choir boy in that. <laughs> yeah, we, we once um, we got permission once at Games Workshop York to run a tournament in York Minster. We were like, "How awesome a venue would that be?" And they were like, "Yeah, you oh, can God, do that." The I, only, th- only thing was like, like no, no demon summoning. That's the one thing we won't allow. <laughs> Seems fair. Yeah, absolutely. Which, you know, we were we were like, "Yeah, all right, yeah, we'll have that." It never happened, like, but um, oh. it would have been an awesome venue for an event. Oh, we we kind of need to. Oh, I really want that to happen. Anyway, games. we'll look into old old choir, uh, old churches for future venues. Um, but the 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 best. So the, as always, at the end of the game is where all the, the shenanigans happen. So Adam destroy uh, Warren destroys one of Adam's titans. Adam's titan then uh, unleashes fire on. It, it passes. It fails its tests. Unleashes all its weapons. So knack as one of my titans. And then, in uh, not not purposeful revenge, it was just the way that the dice rolled out. <laughs> but when my war master was finally destroyed, he, he didn't explode, but he did fall over, and he fell over into the back of Warren's last remaining warlord, and uh, <laughs> one of Adam's titans as well. So it, you know balance the balance was paid out but it, in a way that basically killed our game because it was like no we've only got one quite badly damaged warlord left at this point um but yeah it was just funny watching the uh, you know I, I rolled a six for the amount of damage that could be caused you know the, the time when you don't want the dice to be high in that situation oh yeah no double sixes every time <laughs> max amount of damage that can be caused into the back of a titan I caused it with a falling over warlord against my own, nice. own team, but of course you did. Yeah, I mean, I, I I do really enjoy that the game. It ebbs and flows really nicely. Um, Adam's lucky Titan is still lucky. Um, <laughs> Aurora Bella is still uh, relatively untouched, and, and me and Warren made a, a a a pact at the start of the game that basically that Titan was going to die. And we couldn't even touch it. We couldn't get anywhere near it because we had too much else to deal with. So the quest goes on for another mm-hmm. a, another day in the future. Another day, yeah, gotcha. But, nice. Yeah, I just realised that um, Dicelene's down the uh, Boulevard de Londres in in. There. It is indeed. Yeah, no, yeah, it's down. Uh, yeah, on the road. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Super local reference for local people. It is a very much a local, <laughs> local people. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's a bit nicer. It's a bit nicer around there now than it used it to be. It used to be rough as houses. Oh yeah, absolutely. And Preston Circus and stuff. Yeah. But it's a bit more. Um, yeah, but it, 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 
is it uh, is it is it uh, Games Workshop in Durham, eh, on the North Road? It's it was London Road in Brighton in its day was worse. Oh yeah. right, fair enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'd, 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 yeah, you'd, you'd kind yeah. of avoid it if you could. You would definitely. Well, uh, that's the same with the bus station in Durham. <laughs> it's worse, trust me, Michael. Yeah. Anyway, stabbings and stuff probably. <laughs> it's worse. Yeah. <laughs> okay, fair enough. I believe you. So what about you, Mr. B? Or Rob? Uh, well, you can play yeah. games with these things? Yeah, I think that just about sums up your contribution to this segment. <laughs> Don't be deaf. Uh, th- th- this is where I catch up on my sleep, like you do in the books bit. Okay, fair enough. Yep. Okay. <laughs> I uh, haven't rolled a dice in Angus. As it was mentioned, Mr. B, have you read Warhawk yet? No. <sighs> oh, it, is, it is next. As in, like, Bloody imminent, next. like, days, within days. What are you reading? The entire War and Peace first? No, sake. I'm trying to finish uh, Tripyatek, which is a uh, book about Phantom X uh, from the X-Men. Um, okay. And I'm just really... Sh- <laughs> I'm just <laughs> Who really cares sh- about a French mutant? No one. Yeah, how do you know who he is? Yeah, but- the... The comic collection in my loft, Mr. B, is substantial. Oh, well, when I said to someone else, oh, I'm reading a book about Phantom Axe, they were like, which X-Man is that? I don't recognise it. And I was like, oh. yeah. Anyway, yeah, that, no, that, would, that, I, would be, that would have been me. It'd be like, has he been in a film? Oh, not a clue then. Yes, nope. Never like the Anyway. Nope. It, it, it's him and there's triage is quite quite a lot in it. Anyway. Anyway. How about, Graeme, you do the uh, Holmfirth gaming day, I'll do the Titanicus game, you know, we'll go through the Titanicus game, then you can do the Heresy Bunker and it splits up your um, your uh, dominance. What are you saying and, here, that people don't appreciate my in-depth reporting into uh, No, no, it actually <laughs> gives, gives your voice a chance to rest. <laughs> so, yes. You need me... to rest your instrument. Well, it's been said. Um <laughs> Yeah, but but for not not for reasons that we want to yes, hear. Yes, let's 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 true. Um, so yeah, this this kind of came about as a thing on Facebook about the Holmforth Gaming Day, and I've been meaning to go to Holmforth Gaming Centre for some time. And it was uh, it was just like oh, actually, you know what? I'm not really got anything planned. I haven't been away to play a game for a long time, like since my birthday um, two years ago, mm-hmm. nearly. Yeah, yeah, nearly two years ago. So. Um, if I wasn't, if I hadn't have been, you know, absolutely knackered and all over the place, I would have absolutely joined you for that one. So, yeah, so but it's, it's it's quite a long day, but it's not an impossibly long day. So it's not like going to. Warhammer um, World. No, or even going, I mean, we drove to flipping. Where did we drive to that time? Down the A1 where where 30K channel was recorded. Oh, Peterborough. Peterborough. Yeah, we did yeah, there and back in a day. And that's a long drive, right? So that's oh, like eight what, hours what driving. What were we thinking? Yeah, I don't know. Um, but um, but actually, mind driving long distances it doesn't bother me too much. Um, but anyway, two hours down the road, Holmpeth, um, which is actually one of the loveliest places to play a game that I've ever come across. It's kind of in the middle of the. I don't think it's the. I don't know what area of Yorkshire. The Dales. It is the Dales, isn't it? So in the middle of the Yorkshire Dales, it's. I was like, as I'm looking at the sat nav, going, where on earth is this taking me? And um, it's this kind of friendly local gaming store. It's sort of upstairs in, I think, what's like an old mill or some old kind of Victorian industrial building. But, yeah, it'll be a woolen. It'll be a wool mill around the yeah. woods. And um really lovely like really lovely building um the center itself is great i was so impressed with it 
uh really nice friendly staff as soon as you got in there they were like super friendly they just said oh this is the thing what are you here for okay cool yeah, here's this they have a system where they give you like a a token and you can order drinks and food and stuff and, and stuff from the shop as well and then you can just pay it all at the end in the tab which is really cool but yeah super friendly you got um they were doing like bacon sandwich and stuff but i already got mcdonald's on the way um so great center nice selection of um hobby products as well like paints but not just games workshop they had the vallejo paints in there as well which is awesome um i think there's some scale 75 as well um and lots of other sort of cool bits and pieces for modeling which was great um and my big selection of games workshop and others so that was really cool so it's like actually a really nice shop and then the actual gaming part itself is really nice as well actually because it's like i can say on this top floor old building there's a couple of kind of an area that's sort of aside for sort of CT, which I expect they can play things like D&D and, you know, role-playing games and things, which I thought, oh, that's cool. If I was going to do something, this is the sort of thing that I would do uh, in this area. But there's quite a few tables up there. They're very cosy and a really good vibe. Um, really well organised, you know, really, really friendly. Um, Alex, the person who's organising it, um, was really approachable and helpful. And everybody there, there's a couple of folks that were there because it's, it's quite a convenient location between kind of East Coast and West Coast because it's pretty much in the middle of the country. And um, so there's quite a lot of folks from the West Coast. So coming across from sort of Liverpool and Manchester area, um, which was great. And there was a few that had been to Company Legends as well. So there's a couple of people that I recognised, which was super. Um, so quite a small event but it was like so two and a half thousand points it was very much billed as a not a tournament not a competitive thing this is just fun so i bought a friendly list and i was hoping that it was a friendly game you know but it really was the lists that were there were were very much in that non-crazy you know i think it was one spartan that I saw might not even have been that. I think it was one super heavy or maybe two, but a couple of Primarchs, but nothing spectacular. All the armies there looked, apart from the Custodes one, of course, uh, all of the armies <laughs> looked straight, you know, they were friendly lists, right? I didn't play any lists that I felt were massively, oh, massively overpowered. Um, but yeah, really nice people, had a good chat about heresy and talking about stuff. And then, so my first game was against Alex, the organiser, um, and he had a, I'll put some pictures on the Facebook page, but his Mechanicum army was beautiful. I mean, genuinely, you're looking at it thinking, my word, I wish I could paint that well. It was really, really nicely done. It was like a proper pro-painted job, I felt. Um, it had a lot of that kind of scale model techniques in there um, to make it look really, really good. I was super-looking army. Pretty tough, though, I've got to say. Um, there was a Siege Sanitar. There was uh, our good friend... Oh, what's his chops? Everybody, Scoria, the, the bane of oh, my yeah, life. Yeah. Uh, Scoria was in the mixer. Um, couple of Castellacs were in there as well. Um, sort of classic kind of, um, you know, Mechanicum Army, Cybernetica Mechanicum Army Phalax. And uh, in my um, Ultramarines, this is kind of what I'd taken broadly, was uh, two veteran squads, you know, one with some combi plasma, um, a um tactical support squad with melter guns um in a rhino the two veteran squads are in rhinos um i took a command squad which actually is pretty good a command squad i don't realize how good they were um because i was it all come with two plus armor 
um, which makes them pretty handy. And, you know, they've got a few attacks for close combat. So I put them uh, <laughs> with a kind of smash face Praetor, the classics, Power Fist and uh, Paragon Bay combo for the extra attack, digital lasers, two, you know, Aftis for Armor, Iron Halo, the usual kind of stuff. Um, I think I had an artist for uh, a Apocalypse 3 in there as well for lols. Um, and then I think I had a Land Raider, just a Phobos, to, to carry them in. And I did have a uh, Arcus, to be fair, which is a, you know, every army I have has got one pretty much. So, you know, why break the habit of a lifetime? Um, but yeah, so the Mechanicum were really tough. They were hard work to get through with that army. I did have a squad of um, snipers as well for the recon squad. So, but. I think in the end it was I tried to just sort of threw caution to the wind and decided that I was going to try and kill Scoria, which every time I've tried with very many armies, it's always failed. And this was no different. He's an absolute monster. He really is. Um, but it was a really, really cool game. and It was a super fun game as well. I was a lot of fun playing that. And, you know, it was um just in a really play in a really great spirit. So I lost that one. Um, I think it was a kill points one. So, yeah, I definitely lost that one because I didn't did hardly anything to the Mechanicum, to be honest. And they took me to the cleaners, which was which was quite funny. Um, the other uh, the next game I had was against uh, Luke's um, Night Lords. And this is I haven't played Night Lords before. It's actually the first time I played them. Really? So that was pretty cool. Yeah, I never played Night Lords. Bear in mind, he plays a fair old chunk of traitor armies, doesn't he? So, oh, I suppose, yeah. Yeah, so it's not something that I come across too often. So this was really cool. They can um, be rock hard than they want to be. Yeah, and it was quite it was quite a tough list, but again, nothing scary if you see what I mean. There was some yeah, there was yeah. a big uh, what do they call? I'm not sure. They're not headhunters, but there's like a they're special. Oh squad. yeah, the the, the, the one with the Volkite terror squads, terror squads. Yeah, that's them. Yeah, so a big terror squad, and he had Sevatar, I think that would be Ooh, right, wouldn't it? Very nice. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, he's he was a he was a proper handful. Um, had Sevatar had some deep striking drop pods coming in to deal with m- my um, Arcus, and he had a fire raptor and I think a Zyphon as well. So there was a lot of flyers to deal with, mm. which of course I only had the Arcus to, to kind of help me out with that. Um, but again, that was a really cool game. I think that one was when you have to try and get into the deployment zones of the others, the other person. I should have written this down. I know. Um, and uh, I think, again, I kind of failed drastically. I tried to get Eek into the deployment zones, but I think uh, in the end, uh, they just had more troops than I did. I didn't do enough damage. And that was, an, again, really cool game. But again, the, the, the list wasn't, you know, they weren't crazy unfun lists I was playing. They were all, you know, middle of the road, I'd say, type lists. That, were, that you, I had a chance if I'd been a better player. You know, all the dice have been more on my side or whatever. You know, it could have gone either way. I felt yeah. the, the games, to be honest with you. I didn't feel like it was like a foregone conclusion from the moment I threw the dice. So that was really cool. And that was a really nice player as well. So, you know, definitely like to play that person again. Um, and then my final game was against Morton. And this was Death Guard. So I had experience against Death Guard. Are you moving house oh, again? Has, 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 it, has it got the, the Polish uh, delivery people? Again? Sorry, I yeah. forgot to hit mute and I needed to uh, bend and reach something I dropped on the floor. Of, of what we've, told you about, we've told you about doing this, yeah. <laughs> no slap dropping while recording. 
Yeah, he's, he's still getting his sleep. Mm. Take, take, take your Christina Aguilera hot pants. No, so it's a really, it's a really, no, it's a really bad chair. It's a terrible, so terrible, it's a terrible, terrible chair. Arseless chaps again, is it? Because you know, <laughs> we, we, the, the letters from the neighbours. I thought I'd put a stop to that. A man's got to make a living. Let's not judge him. Yeah, That's true. That, I, that, I, that, I, that you only remember what I once did for a job. You remember what I once did for a job, don't you? You did once dress up as Dolly Parton every night. So there you go. Fair enough. I, I was a I was a Dolly Parton drag impersonator. Well, there you what go. An like group we are. I mean, Who's, who are we to judge? Who are we? Basically, we are? I worked I worked at a bar in Newcastle, and they were like, "We want to put someone on as Dolly Parton to just make a fool of themselves and dance the nine to five. It's a hundred quid a night. You're fat. You've got a beard. It might work." I what, a, like, what an application that must. What a what a job. I literally I literally was make it 150 and I'm in. And they were like, yeah, sure. Did you still have to do the rest of your shift, or did you just make yourself stupid for four minutes listening to dancing to nine nine to five, collect 150 quid and go home? Twice a night I had to do that, and I still had to collect glasses, and I got paid for the collecting glasses as well. So I was a I was a poor student, you know. You bloody weren't a poor student if you were only 100 quid a night. <laughs> I only did like two nights a week. But this was back when my my student loan was like less than my tuition fees, which I had to pay up front. So, yeah, fair enough. Anyway, hang on, hang on. just a quick. If we play, so if any of us start humming nine to five at any point, not a chance. Sub, subconsciously, no, no, will you start like gyrating to the tune, not thinking <laughs> no, about absolutely it? It's just not. subliminally no. in your mind now. Is this a time I wish to leave behind and never, <laughs> and never think about again? What a way to make a living, Mr. V. Exactly. <laughs> Did you have to wear boots that were made for walking as well? <laughs> that was. When you work at a bar in the big market, <laughs> yeah, that wasn't, you, you get to <laughs> Anyway, yeah. do you mind? Yeah. <laughs> Fancy interrupting, you know, like I never interrupt anybody on this show. Um, <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, I forgot what I was doing. Anyway, last game was against Death Guard, Morton. Uh, this was a couple of... Uh, Morton? Morton, yeah. Morton? You mean Mortarian? No, no, Morton was the chap's name who I was playing against. Oh, okay. So was he an elderly Jewish gentleman? No, he was from um, Denmark. Oh, fair enough then. So um, he was Danish, was, so we talked about that because I worked in Denmark. Was he, v- was he Vigo's dad? No, he wasn't Vigo's. <laughs> he was just called Morton, for goodness Morton, sake. Mortensen. Oh, my word. He's a really nice fella. And I'm going to have another game with him because he I had such a great time. Though, you can understand why I was think why I was confused. Because Mortarian. Mortarian, Mortarian. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And you're not, no, you're fairly notorious for mispronouncing characters names so that was my uh, confusion in the situation okay well just to be absolutely 100 percent clear i didn't get the prime mark of the death guard's name wrong that was the name of my opponent and what a fine opponent he was we had a really good laugh it was great last game um last game of the day obviously i've got a bit of a drive ahead of me and i was you know really looking forward to this game so he had a, a kind of a bit of a michael bottrell list actually so, you know, the old, uh, the classics. Good on uh, paper and... Uh... No, no, he was, <laughs> the difference was that he was actually good, good, good at playing the game as well. No, um, <laughs> that, no that's not the rules. <laughs> so uh, he had a couple of Land Raiders with the Death Shrouding uh, and a Praetor. And I think he also had a big old heavy support squad with the old Heavy Flamers. You know how much you love that, Mr. B. 
So there was a few of those to deal with as well. Um, there were two big Terminator squads, which I kind of struggled with because the only AP2 I had was on the Arcus, and that that got whacked pretty early doors, to be honest with you. So it was a little bit of a struggle from there on in. Um, did manage to kind of just about hold them up enough, but it was one of those, uh, I think, we had to kill each other's warlords or something along those lines, if I remember rightly. I can't remember the mission, but I know that it was pretty close, but he just did more damage than I did. You know, He had more, he had actually had more scoring units in the deployment zone. I think that was the one. Shadow Strike, I think it was. So, um, again, uh, you know, really, really good, fun game. Uh, really enjoyed that. It was pretty close. Um, and I think it was only really the last turn that he just managed to turn it around and make it a foregone conclusion. But, um, yeah, again, really, all three games I had were superb. Um, you know, you're never quite sure what you're going to get with the, a new event that you go to and whether it's you've got the the level of your army right or the source of sort of how the players are going to be. Are they, are they going to be friendly or is it going to be more sort of tournament focused? And this yeah, was yeah. this was very much fun heresy being played really really well so i would definitely recommend going to home for on a scale of nine to five how would you rate the week i would say that it was definitely i was going to be it would be uh you know definitely right up there uh about four four forty five on, on of an afternoon you know you're looking forward to the journey home on a friday that kind of thing yeah, yeah. so yeah it was a really cool day um i'll definitely go again uh i really like the event really like the, the players they're really good crowd of people and a lots of enthusiasm for the heresy game. So yeah, really good fun. You got also the ticket, um, which was only which is quite cheap. I think it was ten pounds or something. They also you also got lunch as well, which was really nice actually. Oh, and nice. there was quite a big choice there. So yeah, it was it was a really good value day for for a day's heresy. So did you see um, three old men in a bathtub? I did not. It wasn't oh, last right, the okay. summer Ryan, but it was very similar. It did feel it's like where they filmed it. Oh, is it? Okay. Well, yeah, yeah that's exactly, that is where they filmed it in Holmes. All right, cool. Um, so, yeah, I would definitely go back again if they do another one. Let's put it that way, because it'd be a great place to um, to go. And, and it was a really oh, nice, nice I hope to they've, event. Run, they've run stuff in the past, so. Yeah. Hopefully not on a day when I'm at work and you can pick me up on the wagey. Since no, you came like, within like three miles of my house to get there. Yes. It was... um. They said they used to do like a War of the Roses there. You know, they used to do the kind of... Yes, Lang- Lang- yeah, they did versus Yorkshire and um, so you know if they do that again that'd be really cool because then we can possibly didn't be mercenaries and, and we'll fight for either side then hang on you a, might be a bloody did, mercenary <laughs> haven't haven't you done that before no that was didn't we were we, going to go wasn't that a few, oh, that it was, was yeah, one I, that we were going to go to but you know pandemic it was a few years ago before the pandemic it's definitely been been there's been a couple of them they've had they've run a couple of them but we were going to go to the one that was around the pandemic time but yeah i think um, max from road to terror uh yes i think there as well but um i think quite a lot of people go to element games which is obviously in northwest yeah Yeah. so but anyway I i do want to go there one day Actually, they've got one in not they've got one in Nottingham now. Have they? Yeah, they yeah, have. They just opened a store in Nottingham. Oh, nice, good plan. Um, but yeah, I said it was really good, good fun games. Well, really well organised. Um, couldn't ask for more. Really, it was excellent. So that Wasn't was that. Very good. What you want to hear? Thunderbar. All right. So me and Graham had a game of Titanicus uh, at Durham Raiders a couple of weeks ago. Now. 
we decided that we weren't going to go in on the full-on advance rules because it'd been a couple of years since I played, thanks to the uh, pandemic getting in the way and stopping my regular opponent, James, from from coming. And, uh, it, it, and it was cool just to get out and get the Titans out, dust them off and play them again. Um, we were playing a freeway game with Andrew and his daughter, uh, who brought along a couple of Titans of their own. I think they just had the one each, didn't they? I think Andrew had a couple of wars. Oh, he had a couple of... Yeah, sorry, got the warhounds, and I think she had a Dana she had, a Dana had a couple. Okay, she had a warhound, warlord, warlord rather. Yeah, she had a single warlord. Yeah, it was. A, they're very, very nicely painted models. They've done a they really, really, really good job. The, the, the paint. Job. I, I couldn't believe. Apparently, that's that, that's like she's she's not been painting for more than like a year and a half or something. Yeah, and she's like, a really wow. good job. The, I mean, as she said, as she was saying, I think a lot. Some of it was like literally stippling with a sponge. And it's like, you look at it and you're like, that doesn't look like it's been stippled by a sponge. That looks like, you know, proper 40 hour job doing that. Um, I think it was sort of like, layering ver- or something. yeah, verdigris. Yeah. And it was really, really good. Extremely impressive paint jobs. But anyway, I'll stop thinking on about them. Uh, but they were lovely. And um, basically we played a four way game. So Andrew joined you and uh, Dana joined me and we just battled it out there was no objective in place other than just to smash the other titans we weren't playing with stratagems or uh anything advanced we were just doing the very very basic rules mm. and it sort of was it, it exemplified to me the way I, I i don't like the titanicus rulebook layout i know it's that laid out that way for a reason to make it easier but i don't like that layout i hate that layout i'm sorry <laughs> um uh you know i, I just don't like the which <coughs> from advanced rules to go swing swing back and i'm like is this an advanced rule or is this an anyway i digress but it was a really really fun game we used some drop fleet sorry drop zone commander terrain because i've only got a small amount of titanic to terrain that's one thing i need to build up um I think I'm going to buy a, buy a couple more kits of uh, Titanicus terrain when I go to Warhammer World in a couple of weeks. Um, okay. I oh, would love 3D to... print them. The problem with 3D printing is everything I found is so far not is not great for a resin 3D printer. Okay. A lot I'll of it. I'll send you some links. Okay. Uh, I, I mean, I've got I've got a bunch of stuff that someone sent me, but it's difficult to get terrain that's gonna work in resin uh that i found so far because it's a very different process whereas uh, um you know filament fdm is 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 very good for terrain Um, do you have uh do you use chitter box mike uh i can i normally use lychee slicer but i can use either or it doesn't matter because chitter box has got that handy hollow function because if you're looking at something solid just just hollow it first and then it then basically your your resin printer is working like an fdm because you just put it in the shell i i I was trying to print some um oh what was it um uh some buildings like just l-shaped buildings and they just keep failing um you know just like the wall like a ruined bit of wall type of thing but mm-hmm. it just keeps failing um, well, i mean go and buy some if you want to of course um, i yes, will i will them. buy some well to be honest 3d printing the stuff is is cool and all and and i and you can do if you if i want to do custom stuff but the actual yeah. games workshop stuff is absolutely incredible yeah. it is nice really, really good it's really flexible it there's so much you can do with it um especially when you can buy i mean there's what three different kits for it and you combine that up 
I might buy a Forge World Manufactorum as well. I love that. Use, the, use some of the 40k stuff. Um, Matt from Full Stride, um, Captain underscore Taylor on Instagram. He used like the um, some of the sector manufactorum. Yeah, stuff. I, I want I want to use a uh, I want to get a um, what you call it the big VAT the VAT thing the ferrotonic furnace or something. Yeah, the big silos and whatnot. Yeah, because I think that would actually be quite cool as a big massive line of sight mm. pocket. I just have to do something with that door. Make it like a power station. Yeah. N-Gage Railway Terrain is very close in scale as well. If you want some, um, so you can get like gantries and yeah, walkways and stuff. Because to be honest, the drop the drop zone commander stuff is all right. But to be fair, our table, I think, was a bit too dense. Yeah, a lot of people commented that it was more yeah, like a we, city we, fight. We went for a city fight. Uh, <laughs> I never find a good medium with what people like with Titanic. It's, it's either that's too open, there's too many open areas, or that's too tight. You, it's like, make up your it, minds. The, and then the, Games Workshop tell you, oh, we designed Titanicus to work on a terrain light table. And like everyone yeah. who plays the game is like, what are you on about? <sighs> Anyway, never mind. So what, we what played it on, then, Chris. Yeah, so we go fairly terrain. I'm trying to see if I've got a good photo of the table. That's probably the. Yeah, the, well, I'm going to share this this photo with, on WhatsApp to you, so you can yeah, just see but, what. Yeah, but I, I, we never, I never quite find the medium that people expect you to have. It's always. Mm. You ah, want yeah. you you want enough. I mean, bear in mind the models are big, so there's an, and you can't plow through buildings. It's not. You know, the, the, the rules are there that you can't just storm your way through anything left, right and centre. Uh, that's, um, that's, I've got enough terrain that could cover a table like that. Yeah, and that's that's, pre- that's pretty <laughs> much what you need. I do just, just for some variety. Enough. It's, currently the only, it's the basic stuff that came with the starter set and one of the bigger um, battle, not battle force, you know, the t- big terrain box yeah. that came out at the time was like four times as much terrain. So I think I want to get... It's the spires. I want the spires because they look good. They do look cool. Yeah. Uh, the, and maybe the ones there are the ones that Adam Adam made. The <laughs> other the other terrain is from is from Dice Saloon. Um yeah. but yeah, you it's you know, like two or three pieces in each quarter, you know, on each on each section if that makes sense. Uh, each um two by two uh board tile. I definitely do want to do do get some um, aeronautica stuff to have crashed stuff like yeah. on top of, or just sitting on top of buildings like on a landing pad or something. So I think that'd be quite cool. I think anyway, it would be called like a battle that size, Chris. That looks like a lot of fun, actually. That does. Yeah, I mean that was yeah that was a a good old slobber knocker. As, as soon as I'm back on the road, uh, I will be engaging Graham for another game. Either at yeah. a club or at a, probably a club actually, because a lot of people are getting into Titanicus at club. I need to oh. learn any. I need to learn anyway, so I might um, see if I can get a pass to come up on the train. Pretty yeah, we got a battle. We got a battle bunker, bunker, yeah. Mate, got a oh, actually, that's fair. Yeah, if we could. Oh, yeah, because we've we've got um, there's a there's a place in Ponty, Elysium Games, or if you fancy a uh, sort of another trundle on for half an hour from here, we could maybe see if we could go to Homeforth. I have just, I have heard good things about Elysium Games actually. I've seen a few fair comments about leasing games being really good, so yeah, I'm off in tomorrow. Some really good prices. Yeah, but yeah, I, I, I really enjoy the game a lot. Actually, I really like. Well, I think you mentioned it, Chris, but I, I like the mechanic that underlines it. It's 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 a lot of fun and it makes it, a lot of sense. It, it, you, at no point, unless the game has gone very wrong from you from early on, you know, forty k, thirty k can feel very one sided at times. 
mm. you know, it, it, from from sort of the get go, you could. But I don't, I, you know, me and Adam play relatively hard. We're not, you know, we're, we're friendly, but you know, we both like to win. Yep. <laughs> um, and you know, we, that's that's one of the things we said when because I like to win, Adam likes to win, Warren likes to win. We were glad Dave was there to keep us all calm. <laughs> Dave's pretty good at that. Dave was <laughs> like the UN. Dave, Dave, Dave was the, yeah. Dave had his sky blue helmet on, was just like, yeah, just our, chill out. Uh, I think Dave's oh. so chilled when it comes to this kind of thing that he's kind of has this, exudes this aura of chilledness. Yeah, yeah, I think man. knowing, having played Adam, Warren and Chris is would be very much needed. <laughs> Like, so originally I've, I've only, I've only met Dave come, once, but... but after like ten minutes, I felt like I needed some crisps. Yes, <laughs> our friend Sid was going to come, and he's 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 very much like that as well. They're they're, I, d- they're calming influences on us. D- but, um, you can you can tell that Dave is a dad. To be fair, he's always been like that even before he had kids. Yeah, he's a, he's a very he's a very good Pretty laid back guy. Pack it in, kids, but in a more laid back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Bear, bear in mind, I'm a dad and all. Yes, but That's you're a very true. angry dad. Not that I'm accusing you of being like shouty at your kid or something. No, but, you know. It, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, but, we were, but yeah, we were glad Dave was there for that calming. But I don't ever feel, to go back to the point, um, I don't ever feel with Titanicus that you're out of the game. And that, yeah. you know, because it, it ebbs and flows and because you can you can affect your opponent much quicker yeah because you're doing those alternating in, um activations I, I think that alternating activation is, is plays, plays a part of that because you you know you can have a a really bad turn in 40k 30k can't you i.e everything that your opponent does works and it or, or every save that you make fails and you all you get is like a half an hour of just you know literal battering yeah. whereas at least with the alternative turn things you think okay he's going to do that well that gives me a chance so he doesn't activate that time and to nip in there and, and take care of that one before having, yeah and also because units works with alternative activation and also you know if you've got a titan that is near death and you get the first turn mm. you know you can use that titan yes. before you know it's about to die yes, whereas in a, a, a normal game realistically that titan's not going to be there you yeah, know yeah. Good point. Yeah. anyway yeah. so going going back to the game me and graham had i really enjoyed it we didn't get to finish the full game because graham arrived quite late on um uh that's not i think the traffic was bad wasn't it i think you'll find mr b poor timekeeping no what i was just saying here that the reason we started late is because uh they've had trouble oh. finding the venue Yes, yes, that was it. That was it. Sorry, I apologise, Graham. Sorry, that's just I'm so used to be. How many? Late. How many minutes was it late, Mister B? Nine to five minutes? Do you think five to nine minutes, something like that? Well, it's my job. It's a hell of a way to make a living. Exactly. Your dreams. Um, anyway, yeah. you know so, they matter. Um, it was quite a cool game. <laughs> I very early on because Graham was like very dismissive of my of my free nights. It was like I couldn't do anything. Uh, snuck in under his uh, warhound's shields uh, from behind and punched it to death. I wasn't quite so pleased about that, but yes, that's exactly what happened. <laughs> yeah, because I was telling him, Graham, these knights are not to be underestimated. I was just like, uh, they're chaffed. Get out of the way. I've got a big, massive, stompy robot. What and then as soon as I got, as soon as I got under his shields, boom, 
smash with me pal you know me you know whatever chainsaws whatever yeah. they're the old ones so <laughs> they were they were nasty but then they got immediately wiped off the board by uh another uh by a reaver yes so it was it was a very good game lots of back and forth you know i did one thing they did another uh dana uh, dana dana I, i'm thinking of uh, an israeli um pop star now um did did uh, very well in a copy from Winswill, but yeah. oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. she were um she was very very tactically astute and i'm she like was, wasn't she i was really she was she was like yeah yeah if you move across this side you're gonna go put up and she was talking about angles and stuff she, and i'm like i've got to be honest with you, let's be fair here mr b you she was pretty much telling you <laughs> what to do she <laughs> she was a child who's been playing the game who, who was playing her first game it's yes. still Marshall talking to an eight-year-old. That's what it is. And Mr. B's the eight-year-old. <laughs> yes, that's Understanding exactly the tactics, you know, yeah. way off <laughs> on a level that we, I'm like... We, we knew who the monkey and who the morgue was on the other side. Let's put it I that need, way. I need to oh, recant an earlier statement. I've just realised you're talking about with an eight-year-old. I played my first war game with my son two nights ago. Did, oh, yes, so you did. We played five-a-side Blood Bowl. Um, only one half. But um, it just tweaked then because obviously my, it wasn't related in this, but it was a, a super proud moment for me just in the kitchen while his mum yeah. was at work. We uh, we played five-a-side blood ball and little bugger beat me 2-0. Brings a tear to the eye. We well bloody did lose in 2-0 to a bleeding five-year-old. <laughs> but were you bringing your A game? Well, he was allowed it. He was allowed infinite blitzes, and basically um, everything happened on a four plus. Um, so but cheated, outrageous! It's, it's no, blood, no, no, it's that's, blood ball. That's, Cheating's encouraged. That's, no, that's fine. Sometimes you need to simplify the rule set to allow kids to learn, and then like you, you did with Graham. It's exactly where he was going, but that wasn't. <laughs> I, I, actually, that it actually, it actually. I thought but, I'd beat him to it. I thought it, I'd take that wasn't one. Where I was going, but you know. <laughs> If the car fits, wear it. I, I thought you were <laughs> leading up to Mr. B. I was like, hello. Yeah, but I'll let you carry on. It was just, it, it was quite a, quite a, a, a weirdly emotional. It's a kind of like a you know, milestone event, that mate. Yeah, it was exactly. like what was, when what, what was in the thought? same week as watching Raiders of the Lost Ark for the first time. Oh, oh magic! Like you know, was he scared? Did he? Did no, he, he thought it was hilarious. Indiana Jones didn't actually make any difference to the overall event. Trust me, I'll, I'll, I'll get into where why he thought that was hilarious in the next section. Okay. Anyway, so the last, uh, the, so so basically the last thing I really have to say about that game, we never, we didn't get to finish it, but it was on a pretty even keel. I couldn't say what way it was going to go, what you know, I, I, mm. if it was going to go either way, but it was it was a lot of fun, and I think we, I re got the basics of the game, um, but. You know, now it wasn't. I, it was a huge amount of fun, enough. and I, I didn't really care about the results because I was. Uh, I, there is something. We're well, just having a laugh and rolling yeah, dice. Huge amount of fun, just stomping and a massive. I got to shout "engine kill," warlord titan around the road, which, which made Phil look at me as if I was a if I was a maniac. Which yeah, it was a little manic. bit manic. It was yeah, a bit yeah, like you know. Yeah. Do you remember people just like wag in the middle of a tournament? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a little yeah. bit like that. If, if you play orcs, you've got to do that. No, you really rules. don't. It's written in the rules. It really I don't is. Care. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway, so it was, that, it that was, was a really good fun. It was was, and I was nearly going to have another game of Titanicus this week uh, at Battle Bunker. They've got a, a Titan Titanicus yeah, night there reg, every regular month. Regular Titan Titanicus. So I was yeah. going to go along to that for a demo game, but I've, but I've got a work still on Friday, so I'm, I'm not going to go. Out. 
twice this week. But yeah, so next time I shall I shall definitely do that. But yeah, we, we definitely need to get some more games and I'm gonna actually read the rules and try and understand how the advanced stuff works. But yeah, it was a really cool game. Um nicely painted models, all of them were, you know, and seeing them on the table together is really cool. So yeah, well, it was good fun. Definitely wanna do it again. Yeah. So tell us about the heresy night then, Graham. Yep, so we had another heresy bunker again we had uh, about ten people again which is great. Um, yep. We played the uh, one of the missions from book six. So I think it was the Hunter Hunted mission. So this is the one where you've got to um, either kill the warlord or win via second secondary objectives. So th- it's the one where if your warlord kills the other warlord, then you've won the game regardless of whatever else happens. If that condition doesn't happen, then it's like secondary, which I think is like D3 for attrition and things like that. So... Um, it was a good night. Uh, the only thing is that we had one extra person. So we had odd numbers. So myself and Anthony, um, he had his mechanic and I had my salamanders. Uh, and we played against Niles Iron Warriors. So his 3,000 against our you know, 1,500 points each. I took pretty much the same army that I took to um, uh, Eastleigh. So the one that, you know, with the... Uh, with the sort of pyro a couple of tactical squads um uh arcus of course um and the uh macarius vulcan which is like if you think like, it's one of these tanks that you think it's going to absolutely boss it and it really never does and it's so depressing but anyway um Nile had a, a pretty strong old Iron Warriors list. So we had Perturabo with uh, a big squad of um, Tyrant, Tyrant Siege Terminators. Mm. He had two squads of um, Iron Havocs, one with missile launchers, I think the other with autocannons. Um, then he had uh, a quad launcher squad um, with just shot shells and the normal shells from them, and he had three Medusas, and he was using the Iron Fire Right to War, which oh. I generally have dismissed as pretty naff. Um, but actually, do you know what? <laughs> it's not bad when you've got three Medusas, because one of my big complaints about the three Medusas is you miss once you've had it. But of course, with Iron Fire, and you get units near stuff, that the chances of you missing is somewhat reduced. And then Iron Fire tokens go down and it's harder still to miss. So um, we kind of, uh, Anthony's army was, uh, he had a couple of the uh, conveyors, armor, armor conveyors, is it? The transports. Mm-hmm. Trios, armor Trios. conveyors. Yeah, yeah, that's the one. Um, one with the big old uh, Haywire squad in and the other one with um, some uh, Secutaris, no, what they're called. Uh, the guys who... No, not hot plights. They're not. They're not. Um, Secretary. Um, ah, oh, what they again? The um, the Peltas. Peltas. No, not them. Not. They're, they're literally the, the bigger, only two secretaries. No, they're not secretaries. Sorry. Uh, what they're called? Oh, oh Myrmidons. Myrmidons. That's what I'm thinking about. Thanks, man. Oh, yeah. So yeah, Myrmidons, but not with the flamers. The ones with. I think he had um, plasma. Plasma fusels. Um, two on each one, and of course they're relentless, so that's kind of six shots of plasma, AP3, strength six. Um, so they're a pretty handy unit as well, and he had a, a, a couple of HQ choices. Um, but yeah, so we decided to try and take on the Iron Warriors. 
it didn't work out quite as planned. It managed to Nile managed to get the first turn, uh, so he dropped a fairly uh, good round of bombardment on us. Obviously, he had he had a master signals. He had Perturaba as well for two extra almost bombardments because you know Perturaba's got a D three one, um, as well as the Medusas, as well as the quad launchers. Um, so yeah, it was it was a pretty tricky old fight to be honest with you. Uh, we took some seriously heavy casualties first two turns. Um, the the armoured conveyors, the truck, whatever, they got stopped, which is a real shame because we needed that big squad of um, hoplites to get in and take care of the Medusas, but they kind of fell foul of that and he managed to cut them off with a tactical squad uh, to stop them advancing. Uh, I sort of laid in a load of shots at the, uh, at the Medusas. I think we managed to kill one of them eventually. Uh, and then... We just were just taking it was like death of a thousand cuts. The long range shooting of the Iron Warriors was just ripping into us. Um, I infiltrated my HQ, which I took um, Zafir's uh, as my HQ, and uh, I managed to get him sort of fairly up the board. And he actually managed to get to combat with Perturabo. And although my squad wasn't great, particularly against. Um, a whole army of um, siege tournament tyrants. Um, the psychic power giving him the rerollable three plus invon uh, was super useful and effectively managed to hold up Perturabo and that squad for like three turns. Um, the problem was, of course, that all I needed to do was fail one save and he was dead because he was getting hit by strength eight or, or higher stuff. And um, so I managed to. Uh, keep them quiet and while that was going on we managed to kind of go through the rest of the iron warriors so it was actually looking like we were we might be able to turn this around all i needed to do was to not die to perturabo and of course what happens eventually i'm going to fail the save even though it was a re-rollable three plus in one i eventually got you know got failed it twice in a row and that was it it was all over because that's perturabo actually killed him which meant that he automatically won the game but it was really cool actually because looked like we were going to get an absolute kick in but again with iron warriors one of the things i know from experience is once you get in amongst them there's not a lot there because everything's shooting really there's not a close combat yeah. unit to to stop them and the only close combat unit that could have stopped them was being held up by my hq with his re-rollable in bomb so um we actually managed to do quite a, quite a lot of damage to them. They had very little left at the end, and we still had quite a few things on the board, so that was cool. But um, just the fact that Perturabo was the one that landed the killing blow on Safia Sir meant that was it. It was all over. So, But it was great fun. I really like playing against Nile. He is a huge amount of fun and a really good opponent and a lot of laughs as well. Oh, he's a good lad. He really is good fun to play against. Um, and again, playing alongside Anthony for his good fun as well. So it was a really good night. I really enjoyed it. Had a lot of fun. Um, there were a lot of other games going on, and everyone seems to be enjoying them as well. So that's really cool. So I'm not sure what we're doing next one. Um, I might skip it for December, and I might think about we're kind of been thinking about doing a big game, you know, like a almost apocalypse style game. Um, maybe just super heavies and tanks or something like that. Um, and maybe having a night of doing something crazy with some sort of bespoke rules uh, to make it more interesting. We're just thinking about doing the, I remember you talked about this and I kind of nicked this idea off you, Michael, of, you know, maybe having the first turn where you limit the range of all weapons um, so that it's not just, because the problem with big games is if you get the first turn, you usually just unleash an absolute massive barrage yeah. of fire 
and the other and the other side they can't weather it is usually decimated and it's not a lot of fun so it's like trying to balance that out you know potentially to limit the range of you know so doing like a talon thing where there's like a massive sort of storm like something from um prometheus you know nobody can fire in that from any distance um and then maybe having that subside in turn two or something like that to to make it a bit fairer so yeah so i might do something like that next month um might have a think about that people have got some ideas for a game anthony's written some rules for like an apocalypse game so we might knock something up for that which would be cool but it might do that either between christmas and new year or one of the evenings so there you go that's all my games cool okay so uh we this session has been really long <laughs> um okay shall we uh, shall we what are our commitments for next month weapons from my flyer but that's really about it heresy wise i might try and get that fanatile but that's about it um I'm trying to think actually that's uh i'm more tired i guess yeah i was thinking yes yeah, trim 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 that's pretty much my all the ho- hobby I can think of already. Right? Cool. What about you, Rob? More time. Although, um, actually, I do start work on my new Imperial Fist project. Because I bought that Terminator Praetor and he's still sitting in his box. Now, are you going to paint him? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's uh, he's on he's on the on the work pile, okay, and I bought, cool. I bought some um, Sparrow stencils. I need to try out on my rushes as well. Where is it? Where is it? Mm, um, fanciness. I, I'm, I'm going to do... I've got a couple of bikes uh, for... Um, what's the word? Uh, custodies. Uh, I say couple. I've got three of the bikes. The... Um, Agamatis. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to get Virtus that. Praetors. The Virtus Praetors. Actually, I don't know. They're quite far down on the queue. But... <laughs> uh, I want to try and do Valdor. Definitely want to do Valdor. Very sensible. Um, and I have a Imperial Knight Warden, which will be the last of my Imperial Knights that I own. Uh, and I quite fancy getting him done. So that would be nice. Mm-hmm. And then I think I want one more Questorus Knight after that, but I'm not sure. Yeah. So... I'll see. But yeah, no, the the the, the Night Warden and I'll be happy. Uh and v- Valdor. If I can get round to Valdor, that would be fantastic. Cool. Very cool. Very I cool will uh, I will at least have my Warmaster and my third warlord built. Uh, Rob, you've got to start thinking about your army for County of Legends at some point. I've I've got a um Mechanical army that's never been out of the case since it got completed. Yeah. Because mm. that's only March, bear in mind. So. Yeah, I'll probably be bringing the mech to that, which yeah, means right. I'll be um, you'll be reinstating reinstating the naughty list and putting me on it. Nah, that's right. Don't have it anymore, mate. Don't no, talk about. No, we'll yeah. just you will just make you play the toughest lists every game anyway, because it yeah. didn't matter. It wouldn't matter if you brought the weakest list going, Rob. That's you're what, off that's, now, so that's what's really happening. Really that's, what, that's, that's just what happened to you. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Nah, to be fair, um, we want everyone to have a good time. Yeah. Well, well, that 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 does lead it really quite neatly into what could potentially be the next section, because we don't want everybody to have a good time, do we? Mm. So let's go on to State of the Union. 
Right then. So next up, uh, we're going to do our normal roundup of all things that are going on in and around the world of heresy, the news, the movers and shakers, and the things that are kind of interesting to us uh, within the hobby and a little bit without as well. So uh, on that note, um, let me pass over to Rob. Uh, I'm talking about an uh, article that appeared on the community site. Mm, the Warhammer community site, probably the, probably the best article I think I've ever read on the Warhammer community site. And if you disagree, feel free to unsubscribe now. And that is the Imperium is driven by hate and Warhammer is not. There are no goodies in Warhammer 40,000 or 30,000 or old school fantasy or Age of Sigmar, full stop. But especially not the Imperium of man now this was a like i said probably the best article i've ever seen on their proper piece of journalism i'll give it that that um that title made in response to a horrific incident in talavera in spain which those of you a certain age might remember sean bean visited it once um who turned up at a tournament where openly wearing neo-Nazi iconography, identifying himself as an Australian Austrian painter and uh, with a neo-Nazi or Nazi-themed army painted that way. And the tournament organisers gave this chump full points for people that refused to play him and actually chucked somebody out for refusing to play him. Well, yeah... That ain't going to happen if you come to any of our events. Now, I'm new to the show. I am the new boy. I'm the Jason Newstead of the crew. However, that kind of shenanigans, for want of a better adjective, will not be tolerated at all. Online or in person. To any extent, you show up with that nonsense for want of a better word, to any of our events, you are out. You are not getting refunded. You are gone. I don't care if you're stuck in the middle of the woods in County Durham. You find your own way home. You go. Done. If you put anything like that on any of the social media, you are banned instantly. You are gone. Unsubscribe immediately. We have zero tolerance for any of it. Ever. That's your only warning. Anything else, you get in the bin. And I'm going to go and pour myself another drink. I will come back in a moment because I've got myself a little bit annoyed there and feel like carving a swastika into somebody's head a la Brad Pitt on Christoph Waltz. Well, there we go. So, um, yeah, I mean, that's pretty unequivocal about uh, our feelings on the matter. Thankfully, we've never had an incident. I mean, we've had the odd comment or two that we've had to have a word with people about, but nothing as in like serious yeah. i think we've been pretty clear where we stand on these things so i don't think anybody would view this podcast as anything other than the way that we are which is you know we're, we're all about inclusion and diversity and you know being excellent to each other and not about hate yeah know, and you know we've also you know i don't think we've ever said you know who's good and who's bad here you know i think we we i come from that background of that kind of late 70s 
you know, satirical thing, which is very much rooted in the origins of 40K. So, again, I can see maybe maybe sometimes this, the message is lost on people. But um, from our point of view, I think we're, we've always been pretty clear on this and where we stand on this kind of thing. So if you I weren't, mean, you probably are now from Rob's uh, Rob's. Uh, yeah, I mean, when people say, oh, Warhammer isn't satire, it's just a setting. It's like the name of the beast in this in this game is Mag Uruk Fakara. It doesn't get any clearer than that what they are trying to satirize. Or at least I, I think it, yes, I think it's well, when it started. Yeah. So anyway, just to be kind of clear there, I guess we've never had people turn up in Nazi regalia or, you know, profess neo-Nazi kind of leanings in that way. And to be fair, we're in, to be fair, we're in County Durham. You, you, that, it doesn't really happen. Yeah. yeah, but I guess, you know, like I said, I think the, the point is the message, I think, that um, Wormley said was pretty unequivocal mm-hmm. and it's probably overdue and we absolutely agree with it. I think that's probably all we yeah, need to the say. The fact that we had to, they, they had to say it last year and it may, and, and the fact they've had to, they said it again and I think they were right to say it again. The incident that happened, and I do like the fact they talk about events and they talk about working with other event, um, you know, organizers as well which is great so uh anyway i think that's all we have to say on the subject yeah um as Chris. rob says no as yeah rob, no I'm, I'm all on board I, you know yeah as, as rob says if anybody wants to try and justify wearing those kind of symbols yeah we don't want you to listen anyway <sighs> okay chris you want to talk about something more fun let's let's well, what a key change this is going to be. Uh, so that's a hell of a hell of a hell of a key change here from from, from that serious nature. So we got oh god, we lost your signal there. A release of uh, I, I mean, Mr. B. This is this is quite frankly, I, I don't see how this has a place in this podcast. I think it's there was a, the things at the bottom. The things at the bottom. Even yeah. then, uh, a plush squig was released. Wasn't it recalled though? Didn't I yeah, see something? That was dangerous. a squig. The squig is dangerous. Yeah. Return the, the squig. The squig is exactly, which is weird. Um, the so yeah, balls come off and it's a choking hazard. Yes, which someone didn't. When you going to buy one of these squigs, Mister? I wanted to, and by the time I got there, they were sold out. Well, there you go. Sorry, consider but yourself a budget. They'll, the, bullet they'll be on the flat market somewhere. They'll be, yeah. you know. Black market, Black market squigs. squigs. Black market oh. illegal squigs. Do we know? Have you discussed why they were recalled? Yes, the baubles come off. Yes, yeah, so sew it back on again. <laughs> well, no, no, you, you, we can't advise that at all. No. A, yep. Has been recalled. Yes. Anyway, send it back. You brought yourself an ultramarine stocking. I did. Fish I'm glad it normal. says. I, I, I'm, say, I'm glad it says ultramarine stockings because I don't want to think about it nine to five way again. No. <laughs> So the leggings are bad enough. Yeah, that's true enough. <laughs> that's true enough. This is this is the year that you know in the Edge of Empire Secret Santa. I'm going to get Mr. B those wild battering, uh, you know, ultra tight bottoms. <laughs> Just without the bottom, you're going to get him some, <laughs> some ultramarine chaps. Yeah, some lycra, a lycra leg warmers, basically. Oh, there you go. Okay. Yeah. I'm sure that'll boost his his um, streaming figures no end. Um. The, I'm so just trying to help, help that OnlyFans get that boost. That's all it is. Yeah. Other merch. What else is there? Uh, 
other merch. Yeah, there was uh, other merch. Hang on, let me just. just I'm admiring Squig and quickly going on to Wild Bangarang to. Uh, to oh, yeah, okay. So, so, a bit money a bit yeah, exactly. Was the Nurgling out last time? It, it is on my iPad, but not on the Chromebook. So we had the. Uh, we've got the calendars. There's some lovely calendars. Uh, there's the. They were saying about the. Uh, uh, the room, the the oh, what's it called? Escape room. The escape room that we want to do at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, you got some books and uh, the roleplay stuff, and I think probably the most controversial Games Workshop release since time began. Uh, the, I, I mean. Uh, the candles, basically. I mean, I can't I think of another say, way. Yeah. They, way they, missed a, they missed a total trick there, didn't they? Though, really, they really did. What would you? What would your? What would the robbing marketing department have just suggested here? This candle smells like my bolt gun. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to something down the Nurgle route, but I've got to be honest with you. I don't want a Nurgle. Okay, okay, candle. okay. Without looking at without looking at these. No, right? you go. You you go to. Well, yeah. What's a first direct for that? Pop quiz, right? Yeah. A, okay. We're going to be walk, going. We were going into 40k territory, so apologies. What do you think the Stanish one would smell like? We, we, we have a listener who um, who said he's bought it, uh, Adam. I imagine it's quite lavendery. Uh, he quite says it smells thing. delightful. Also, he's weirdly sporting a bunch of new piercings, probably unrelated. Okay, so we we what do we reckon? We reckon a, a lavender esque scent. I, I think I'm, I'm not going to comment. Okay, well, I was going to say lavender, lavender or French um, boudoir, yeah. uh, sort yeah. of Moulin Rouge era. Astra Militarum, I imagine, is quite should grass. have quite a sweaty, musky. That's what I was thinking. No, well. I was thinking more grass, outdoorsy, woody. If it was, I'm, if it was I'm, I'm thinking fifteen blokes in the fifteen blokes in the back of a chimera. That's going to smell. Yeah. Like <laughs> slight, <laughs> slight hint of uh, petroleum just running through it. Just yeah, so. petroleum and gun oil. Have you ever yeah. walked through an? In, have you ever walked through an infantry barrack, Mike? Exactly. That, yes, that will not smell nice. So I think the thing is, you know, would I in? Okay, we'll come back to the ones the that towel, I mean, the towel one. Is Space Marines ones vanilla. shouldn't smell of anything, should they? they don't really smell. No Marines <laughs> are supposed to stink. I thought they had no smell. I thought it was the whole thing. No, they're, that, supposed no. have a, they're supposed to have an odor that's unrecognizable but unpleasant. I they mentioned the, it in one of the. That's posts. funny because that's often how my aftershave is described. <laughs> the, uh, okay. It's described in Horus Rising. They save us right. from the brink, the brink, but my, but by all the old gods, how they stink, they stink. Okay, there you go. Well, well quoted. So, probably nothing too pleasant there in the Space Marines one. I think the Tower Ethereal one will smell lovely. This smells oh, like uh, a hole in my face. I bet it smells <laughs> like soap and vanilla. Boring. Yeah, so do I. <laughs> <laughs> I have a Tower Army. I reckon that smells lovely. I reckon that smells like, you know. Also, an Ultramarines army, Mr. Fresh, B, like fresh morning one. daisy. The Tyranid right. one smells like Scarborough Seafront on a morning because it smells <laughs> seaweed and. Slight hint of iron for the blood yeah. to run through. Yeah. <laughs> would you buy one, seriously? Oh, do you know what, I would, do you know what this room needs? Scent of Tyranid. No. I did think about doing a little joke video of having, like, some of these lit while I was painting. Just to sort of, you know. I, I, uh, I might, uh, if I do if I do a video like that, then I'm I'm getting in I'm getting in the bath. I am. Just, I, 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 I must admit, I was so close to ordering the towel one just to, it, just for giggles. 
it was okay, going to so... be me, me and Valdor on the just sitting on the side of each other on the table, just painting some models with the candles. I thought that would, have you seen? I, thought it, I just never got around to doing it. And, have oh. you seen Chris that Antharius is selling his Valdor conversion on Instagram? He says just to DM him with a sensible offer. Well, that's, I'm okay. I, I don't need another one. A sensible offer's not going to be a sensible yeah. offer. I, d- I don't earn enough to give him a sensible offer that wouldn't yeah, be taking exactly. the mic because it is stunning. Okay. Yeah, anyway, I think, uh, anyway uh, yeah, on the so, sense side, we, is that a plus or is it a yes, we're going to get some? No, we're not going to get some. And if we are going to get maybe, one, if you get one of them. $13.99. Maybe we should get some for Company of Legends because it would help with the fragrance of the room. Just for tw- yeah, but for the price of one of these, can we get an buy a catering size one? pack of Nag Champa. I've got one in my workshop. It even masks out the fumes of the stuff that I use in there. I don't even know what Nag Champa is. That some was that more of your hipster? Would it would it be would it just would it be just as could it not would it not be just more effective to I don't know um, somehow stick a red hot poker up our nose and destroy the sense of smell? Probably, there, yeah. Because let's that, face it, we've been to enough Warhammer events that, that we've been mm. to enough Warhammer events where that would be useful. Okay. Anyway, let's <laughs> let's just assume that we're not going to get a bulk order of these for Company of Legends anytime soon. So no. we just have to imagine what they smell like. Not great, on 30. great I, podcast material, by the way. I am I am um, tempted to get one though, just for giggles. So well, and well, then, Bang are not available as a website anymore. Oh, is it not? Their website is currently unavailable. Oh, mm-hmm. maybe it's down for maintenance. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then watch uh, favorite Warhammer mug, Chaos Gate. I won before you Chaos Gate. Oh, take yeah, those uh, are stuff. stuff. It's other stuff that nobody really cares about. Yeah. Oh, where? Speaking, of, speaking of watch, that wait would a be minute. Cool. Wait a moment. What about? What about the um, Christmas jumpers? Yeah, I've already got one. Leading expensive. <clears throat> yeah, I was oh, looking at one to today because I've, I've, I've got to wear one for a work meeting next week, and I was like, yeah. to be fair, they're good jumpers. They're good jumpers. Do you want to be for forty quid when you only wear them three weeks a year? That's half a Karen. <laughs> the thing is, no, if you're gonna sad. if you're gonna have a Christmas jumper, you may, uh, that that you're gonna have to be forced to wear for family events and stuff. You may as well get one that you can use for multiple years, so good quality, and you actually mm. like. Yeah, and I got a Star Wars one from Asda last year for twelve quid. Well, there you go. Have that one then. Okay. Yeah, but I wanted one with somewhere. Marines on it because I prefer them. I'd rather have the orc one, to be honest. I didn't know okay. someone that someone had done armors, uh, like Marine armors, as uh, jumpers and things. Yeah, I think uh, that was a knockoff site on. Um, oh, what was it? That's a shame. I'm anyway, tempted. To- Forgot about that. I might look that Warhammer yeah. Plus celebrated Warhammer Day by offering two free weeks. Of the service yep, that was about a month ago <laughs> okay well it's too late now so best of luck getting that um <laughs> have enough for, and we're only a games watch voucher for five pound or local equivalent so okay fair enough but it's yeah, gone ba- now. basically apple had a there was a problem applying the voucher to a, cer- a select number of apple customers specifically because they were subscribed via the um apple whatever and apple took a anyway whatever they basically said i was included in that one they sent us out a five quid voucher which was like twice as much as the equivalent you know benefit so that was mm, that's all right, then. i bought some paint it didn't get me much paint but it bought me paint okay, cool. more than it get me so. next then mr b um, I noticed a few interesting new terrain, and I've realised I put in that I put in that word again that, uh, that I've said quite a few times today. Brutal cities range, uh, modern, interesting sci-fi 
buildings, lots of greebles. And um, <laughs> it, it's got this sort of like, it could be set any time in sort of like the just, you know, it looks kind of cyberpunk. It's, 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 aesthetically, it's very Dread 2012. Yes, that kind it's of stuff. very peach trees. There's 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 lots of stuff that you could put it, that you could use in there. I think that you could put in for like little, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Not stuff that living in stuff. Like you've got um road barriers, uh, a bus shelter, defensive turrets, ruined armament walls, accoutrements, accoutrements. Yeah, you've got use, here, the, got use the Pratchettian phrase, imbugerances. Yes, that will. You also have the Baxter building from Fantastic Four if you want, apparently. Yes, they've yeah. got the Baxter building, which is quite interesting. Um, I actually think that is quite cool, actually. I suppose for Crisis Protocol. Yeah, so this kind of stuff looks like it would definitely work for Infinity, for Crisis Protocol, for, you know, for, for, for if you want to do a fiendish table of 40k, or 30k, sorry, I'd rather say, why have I said 40k? You've got, some that, option, you've got some options there, and I think that's cool. Uh, we always want new options. I think that looks really cool, actually. I like yeah, it. I mean, by the way it's, it's littered and painted, it looks it looks pretty pretty. It's a very different good. aesthetic to what you immediately think of for oh. the GW setting, but that's because it doesn't have a skull covering every second square inch. That's yeah. right. Yeah, that and is, the thing is, seventies brutalist concrete, isn't it? Isn't yeah, it? yeah exactly. and the, and the details are actually in scale. It it looks you could probably build an a, a decent representation of what Chernobyl looks like now out yeah. of that it is that brutalist kind of you know mm. concrete yeah, block and modular and yeah. it's like the thing is the imperium is a world of you know it's a it's a it's there's many different types of worlds from your um from your, your, your feudal worlds which have barely gotten past um what's the word what's the word you know the the mortar the the pre, pre-black powder yeah uh, the word i was looking for for the type of building the um wattle and mortar wattle and daub Watland Dorb, mm. that where do I get mortar from? Watland Dorb, yeah, the kind of buildings I grew up with in Suffolk. And you've got um brutalism as well, and then you've got your ho- totally just gothic stuff as well. So it's quite expensive, this stuff. It, yeah, it is cheap. expensive, it's not cheap. Is it, it MDF looks, or is it? I pre-pin- believe it's I think it's pre painted or pre printed MDF. Yeah. No, it's probably, okay, yeah that's, that's, that's probably why the extra cost is there because it's Looking at those rusted bits on 305 Sunshine Alley, which for 35 quid is a fair bit of wedge for a building, but it's all interior detailed as well. Yeah. So, so you have got interior wall. So it'd be really good for Necromunda. Yeah. Although, yeah. Otherwise known as um, very small scale um, heresy games with just militia. <laughs> I, I think that looks, I, I think that's pretty... Th- it would look. It would be really a very cool and different table if you put one of those together. Yeah, it's not something you could mix well, though. It's no, no. no I think you have to have a, sp- a specific kind of themed cyberpunky yeah. kind of thing yeah. going on there. You know, ruined city. But I think it looks cool, and if it's pre-painted, they also, also do a rather nice paint rack as well for fifteen quid. I've just noticed with a brush holder on. <laughs> Yeah, but, but I just saw that and I was like, that's quite cool. Mm, that is I like cool. that stuff. I like that, stuff. that is cool. Okay. It's nice. Good, good shout, Mr. B. I think it's a yeah. nice thing to see. Are, are, you, are you trying to tell me that we've we've not got any mats from Deep Cut Studios this month? There are no mats this month. Um, hello, guys at Deep Cut. There were, there were some mats, but they didn't. They wouldn't work for us. They were they were actually RPG mats in sort of like a flip, flip book. They were really cool, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. just not for us. Okay, cool. Um, still want some, Rob? 
Oh, yes, the Custodes get a character in the upcoming box set. This was listed on the, this was um, hinted on the preview uh, the other day. It is a, it's interesting, his armor's a little bit different to what you'd expect from your yeah. standard custard. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, he's got a different head, which I'm, it's a little bit like if a Custodes and a Secutari hugged in a very special way. Um, this is what they'd end up with because the armor's a lot lighter on the legs as well. Um, it's a nice model though, and that would work as a Paragon Blade, or you could potentially, um, you know, if you're beg stealing and borrowing from people getting multiple sets, you could use them as alternate Heter on guard. Because they've got plumes yeah. and cloaks and whatnot. If you're not going, you know, for the um, full camembert of Paragon Blade and Presidium Shield. I think the only on... problem with that is they'd all have the same pose. Yeah. Yeah, but the custodies are kind of like that <coughs> anyway. I, think, always... I thought they were more individualistic. You could do a half. Yeah, but as in models-wise, you're quite limited. Ah, well, yeah. Because there's not um... many poses. I mean, you could, you could mishmash them, though, as well, because I bet the arms are separate. And okay. they'll fit on a standard torso. Hopefully, but my 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 first thought when looking at that was that is a really good shield captain with paragon blade, like uh, a more uh, mobile shield captain, as it were. You know, um, what's the word? I'm, you know, one who's like all about getting into combat rather than being up armored, as that were. I do you know what I actually really prefer that that style of helmet to the really? normal custodians ones. Maybe it's just me. I think I think it's messing with me because I'm looking at the rest of the armor going that's custodians, and then looking at the helm and going that's not. Yeah, the plume's kind of weird as well. It's it's yeah, it's different. He's, he's basically got like a ponytail coming out the back of it, and it just looks a bit. He's got a mullet. Yeah, yeah. I, I was trying not to say the M word, but yeah, it did. Belt, make the belt's one... cool. Though. I like the belt. Yeah, I did. Did make me wonder if they were going to do some um, do some new custodies warriors um, to go in the codex, but they haven't revealed anything about them yet. So I am claiming complete responsibility for this box after saying that they should do war in the webway, and basically they've done it with a. Gene Steelers and Custodius for 40k instead. Entirely my fault this existence. I look forward to getting my 10%. Yeah, well, that box set. Either one. To be fair, the, the, um, the female Gene Steeler character with, with three arms is mm. a really nice model. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That that is is a really, and you could soon do an arm swap, and that could soon be a militia commander. Absolutely. Head swap. Pop yeah. on a uh, a normal arm on the uh, on the other side, and yeah, yeah n- n- not sure how you can um, you know we're all for body positivity, but I'm not sure the Imperial Army would have been too cool with three arms, two of which were blue, covered in chitin, right. and one of them ending. In I don't colors. know if you were if you were to if you were to mess with that arm, do some sculpting on that arm, um, you, you could, could have trim a, off the bo- you could trim off one of those. You, on you could be kind of warped. You could mutated, pretend, remember, that's what well. I was thinking. Yeah, like a warped mm. mutation. Um, yeah, they, like, they're, um, they're, if, they're, if they're kind of militia more in the that could yeah, be chaos. your lost that could be your chaos lost and, one of your lost yeah. and the damned commanders Mike yeah exactly like you could like try and use some green stuff to sort of sculpt it into more of a demonic flesh as opposed no, to the or, chitin or, or put some fur over it yes fur would work yeah definitely and you'd have a um, mutated person so mm-hmm. awesome especially with that scarred head if you took the ridges off the front yeah, she looks a bit um, Discovery style um, Klingon. Klingon. Discovery yeah. With that, not that I've seen season three because you know PBS want to get in the bin and they've taken well, it off I'm, Netflix. Don't they, start. They put it on, they put on. Don't start. 
They put it do on not, Pluto do TV. Not start. You can get it in the UK now on free to air Pluto <laughs> TV if you have a device capable of using it. I tried my. Best. I think there's an app on my PlayStation for Pluto TV. They haven't got one on the Xbox. I think there, I think there might be. I don't know if definitely. They I'm basically right show now. twenty. Uh, the, I, I've looked at the site briefly. They basically show twenty-four hour Baywatch. Oh, and I'm like, and okay. sign me up. Yeah. You've already equated me to looking like Pamela Anderson already this evening. So, you know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. See, it all comes. It's all a circle, my friend. Everyone thinks this is uh, all just made up on the spot, but it all the ba- comes seen... back round. All, all have... these segues are all linked. It's like it's like yeah. John Squire in the Stone Roses. People think he was just noodling, but no, he had to work out every single I... note perfectly. I just thread the string, you know. I just thread, put these little threads out there and wait for it all to stitch together into a beautiful anyway. scarf of heresy you, joy. So you, are the, you are the zench of the podcast, aren't you? Just casting your much, webs yeah. of you've fate. Got, you've, got, you've got a bit of news now, haven't you, that's very heresy. What a load of old bollocks. <laughs> What's he talking about? Oh, the fact that it's a plan. <laughs> Go on. Oh, oh, he's talking about the bit of news that Chris is Sorry, about to talk no, about. No, I'm not. I'm talking about the plan. <laughs> oh, the plan. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think you have some kind of asylum. You haven't got a plan. <laughs> uh, I'm right, all right. So yeah. Monster. So uh, yeah, uh, the Warhawk got released. I'm sure we've talked about him before. I'm sure uh, we have. This is the first time they showed his model. I'm sure we sure? talked about it last. No, we. No. He came out last month. I'm sure. He did because do you remember I I said yeah great you've got flipping bosses chops big deal and you all kind of told me off. No, we, we didn't actually talk about this as news last month. It was just he happened to come out. We didn't you know, mention this specifically or talk about him. OK, feel free. I'll just okay. say exactly the same thing. But yes. Yes, you will. To, no doubt. Would, would you like Broken to say previous comment now? Broken yes. Reiterate. <laughs> I mean, I, it's a great model. It's hard not to like it. I think he looks awesome. Beautifully dynamic. Mm-hmm. Looks like he's about to start taking heads. And um, and um, yeah, yeah, get him yeah. in my face. Pete Reese has spent the last month with the double Polaroid to quote Red Dwarf. <laughs> oh, that's and, a... and when when you finish reading Warhawk the book, Mr. Uh, Mr. B, you'll know how awesome this guy is as well. I haven't read it. I haven't read it yet. I'm, oh, still, I'm, I'm, I'm still getting through Sicily. I'm sorry. I realise it's taken longer than the actual thing that only took 28 days. <laughs> The campaign was finished in the time it's taken you to read. I, I, I must admit, three times they're up to the bleeding they were, gothic line by now. If I, I, I must admit, they were halfway into Paris by the time you'd have finished. This been a comparative I, 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 look, I look at this, I look at this model, and I'm like, there's no chance I'm even going to consider painting that bad boy. He has got a lot of detail on him that there is. Yeah, you know, I don't think there's apart from perhaps like the elbows. I don't think there is a a plain section. If that way, a lot of it is. No, it's one on his crotch. Oh yeah, yeah, and a, a, a panel there. Well, oh, yeah. good because you're not putting too much detail into painting a Primark's gonad. <laughs> Fantastic. That's a relief. That's I put a transfer. Mind. I put a transfer there. Especially when I'm doing thought <laughs> Um Okay. Yeah, supermodel. Love him. Ten out of ten. And that's it. Yeah. Not, not, I'm not an army I collect, but I would definitely want to have him on my desk. Yeah, I, I, I would be if this if I was going to get anything done by a commission painter, this would be the model. 
That's because you're getting them to paint white, so you're getting your money's worth. Well, yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> no, this is a marvellous model. It's one of the... It, it's up there with the Primarchs. Yeah, it's, I've it's, got no desire to collect that Legion, but it is a stunning. Yeah, stunning I, yeah. I'm not that keen on white scars as a Legion I want to play. Uh, but I look at that and I'm like, maybe. Okay. Uh do you like space wolves? If so, yes. you need to have a good word with yourself because <laughs> <laughs> apart from the fact they've got the cheesiest troop choice in the game, you could why have space wolves when you could have space bears? That's the question that might Mr. B has posed to us. You see in look, he'll article. Pass back round bears again from the start of the show. <laughs> Twisting and turning. <laughs> Just stitching it all together. <laughs> I refer to the honourable gentleman to my previous comment. Uh, anyway, Puppets War. I've put together War. kind of a torso of a space bear. And he looks pretty awesome. Is that like a bust or is that something That's you That's a bust, yeah. Okay, cool. And then they cool. have a pack That's of a bits. Oh, they've got a pack of bits what yeah, you can a, yeah. use to make a figure like that. Well, yeah. No, just no. some like no, heads. Just heads, arms. Shields. Uh, Corax is going to be annoyed about some of those bits going, oh, see, excuse yeah. me, can I have them back? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pretty cool. Those, eh? heads, those heads are cool, though. I like those heads. Yeah, I don't yeah. like the helm. I don't like the helms. Oh, no, uh, the helm. I don't like the helmets. The helmets but I like, a bit biff. I like everything like, else about this pack. Yeah, I don't see those heads. Some of those heads on some of my talents would have awesome. Yeah. Mm. Uh, these are an STL. You can buy these as an STL that can be printed off. Uh, okay, cool. Let me know if you want it printing, we're, Chris. We're doing, we're doing, we're are, are doing. Are you purchasing it right? Are you purchasing it right now? No, 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 no. I have no need. No, I was talking to Rob. Yeah. No, I'm not purchasing it right now. Um, but I'm, I'm saying, Chris, if Chris, if Chris does purchase it and wants the heads printing out, then. <laughs> um, speaking of printing things, though, we should have mentioned yeah, exactly. you, earlier. I have done some printing this month because we did receive some stunning STLs. <laughs> from that listener whose name escapes me, which is why I didn't put it in. Anthony. Anthony. That's the yeah, one. Yeah. The, uh, the Project Manatee. Has, has taken the, flight, hasn't it? The, the, the Marinatees. As the Marinatees. <laughs> it's uh, either the 2nd or the 11th Legion. The, uh, <laughs> manatees, the, of, Legion. the manatees of the Emperor. Um, <laughs> that's why they've disappeared, because idiots with speedboats have killed them yeah. all oh the huge manatee um <laughs> so yeah we have actually got that done and we have that, got yeah, them there, there is a picture on the instagram i printed one out like chris was like right stop messing about get this printed and like like two hours later i sent him a picture of a marina built with a manatee head going there you go done very cool yeah, very cool that, i do the head just seems to be a bit a bit bigger i think yeah i'll scale but, that up is that a, is that manatee head a helmet or an actual manatee's head it's a manatee's it's a head, head. Right, so that's an interesting gene seed mutation. Somewhat. Then again, if you can have them turning into wolves. It's exactly right. When these folks get really tired, they yeah. turn into manatees. There's, there's no manatees on um, everything, whatever like, planet it will be. There's, there's, there's no manatees on Aquarius. They just, they, they just fall asleep going, storm, storm, yeah, right. hammer, thunder, storm. Yeah. Hammer, like, like, like they just murmur, they just murmur four words in like a mantra, yeah, just in different it. orders. Anyway, someone did, someone did suggest we need to write rules for them. 
as a as a which I'm I think could be quite quite a lot of fun. I, I did have I, an I, do, I do I do feel there should be a unit at Company and Legends that just yeah. like the Legion of the Damned, but like Legion of the Manatee that just randomly turn up and interfere in somebody else's game and go. I know you two guys are playing, but I'm here to just mess about with it. So yeah. movement limited to four inches because you know. Uh, I also I liked the idea that basically if your opponent has a piece of terrain like a, a fortification <laughs> or whatever, your your manatee army could just rename it into whatever they like and <laughs> then have that. So if they've got a bastion, they could they could just go. No, it's nature's defense line, and just turn it. And then basically it was nature's <laughs> defense line. Sector yeah. imperialis. Sector imperialis. Defense line. Your, your unit of fire drakes with their with their cataphracty armor and their dragon scale storm shields. You know, their uh, their recon fire drakes with recon armor, and we've got heavy bolters. So screw you. I mean, we only ever said they, they they named the terrain, so I think it would have to be limited to manipulating. <laughs> Yeah, dear, dear, Mr. B's been on the on the, on the pledge floor <laughs> polish again. <laughs> We've broken him. Yeah, so anyway, so yeah, okay. Space okay. space bears are a thing. Who would have who'd have thunk it? Space manatees are a thing. Space manatees are a thing. Where will this madness end? I ask myself, Mr. B, do something sensible. And tell okay. us about <laughs> some vouchers. Uh, yeah, so for the last month, it's gone now, but every time, when you're spending your money on... Well, you don't come to us for the latest news, do you? No, you come to us for the stuff that's out of date. It's historical program now, isn't it? Historical program. Yeah, basically, last month, for every... Uh, ten, for basically, you get a ten pound voucher oh, for the first hundred pounds. Are we basically the Jim Bowen of podcasts? Here's yes, what you could have won. Yeah. yeah, here's what you could have won. Actually, to be fair, they advertise this quite heavily. So if you missed it and you're only finding out about it now from us, have you been living under a rock? It's your own chuffing fault. Or, okay. are, you a, or are you a manatee? Yeah, possibly. Right. So anyway, there yeah, was so a thing. First £100 you spent on the website. I think it was cumulative over the month as well. Um, first £100 of purchases got you a £10 voucher, £5 for every £50 after that. Was it? You got it in the new year, I think. Whatever. They're giving you, like, basically 10% back. <laughs> whoa, whoa, stop that there. Copyright. Yeah, okay. Nine seconds. Um, <laughs> next. You're going to get taken there, down too. for flipping bullseye. Yeah. Okay, right, yes, next. Uh, so, Rob. yeah, and uh, also, uh, this month feels like last month, um, but then it was Iron Warriors, so I fell asleep. Um, this is Iron Warriors. Yeah, they were turned. It was their turn for an exemplary battle. You mean they actually won one? Yes, they won this battle. They oh, won a few battles. Oh, no, no, no wonder it's exemplary. They oh, won that's few, quite a short won a, list. They won a few battles. They just, you know, they all tend to be the unglorious ones. Yeah, well, you say they won friend, it. This is the Siege of Hydrocordatus. Now, they're fighting over that in the Graham McNeil novel Iron Warrior which is set in 40k so they can't have won it that well if they're still fighting over it 10,000 no, years won later it, then they went to terror and then they started fighting over it again yeah and they won it the second time as well actually if i remember iron warrior correctly they won the home and away fixtures yeah. Yeah. So they did. They did Just get saying. a. Um, they did get a bodyguard unit in it. A dominator cohort. Very, uh, I, very, very overly butch name for a bunch of guys that got replaced I'm by robots. Not impressed um, by these. I don't no. think they were needed in the army. I don't think they fill a gap. I don't think they offer anything new. They're not even really in the law that much. I yeah, but if you're playing 
if you're playing Loyalist Iron Warriors, early Heresy, or like Crusade era, you might have some of these. They're a little bit like they're a little bit like the one they had for the Imperial Fist, but the Imperial Fist one is better, I think, Chris. It's generally the case, isn't it? Don't start, Rob. I know you're gonna you're provoking me on the off chance that I might no, you know, I, lose my, I, lose my cool and, and start I, I, to, to, to. This is because I mentioned the space walls, isn't it? Yeah, yeah um, basically, totally. Look, I, I get it. It's a it's a fluffy, interesting choice. The former bodyguards forced to go to the front line, not able to guard their Primarch and hating robots. But I don't think they fill the gap that the Iron Warriors had. Exactly. I mean, you would just. I always kind of look at these things and I know this is really gamey and I know that people will, you know, call me out for not being a fluffy player, but it's like when you get a character like Ventaris, right? I look at it and go, how many points is that with a normal Praetor? What can I do? And is he better? And I know that's really bad. I get it. Honestly, folks, I'm, I'm ashamed I'm of myself sometimes, but in this instance, it's like, you know what? There's nothing in there really that I couldn't do with just a normal Terminator squad, as far as I can tell, I, which I would probably these, be cheaper. I think these books, these little uh, PDFs, are about making sure that every Legion has a HQ, HQ equivalent Terminator squad. Because we have the Entrementar yeah. for the Night Lords, the Haskars for the Imperial Fists. So well, these the are ones, elite. Okay, but it's a Legion-specific Terminator unit, if that makes sense. Yeah, they can be. A, they can be chosen instead of a command squad, so they can be a bodyguard for a. Yeah, yeah. but uh, I think it's because people have always said, "Oh, why have they got one? They've got one." You know, the Ultramarines don't have one, but you know, Blood Angels do, um, Death Guard do, Dark Angels do. I think it's giving the other legions that equivalent unit that they would have as part of their their structure. Mm-hmm. Apart from mm-hmm. probably the Raven Guard, perhaps narratively, but <laughs> they, uh, but I think that's I think that's why <laughs> that seems to be the the only unit that we tend to see in it is a Terminator squad of some variety. Yeah, I mean, for a uh, that doesn't have these, one. These I'm folks are stubborn, which is cool. not bad, which is something, isn't it? And they ask in pick up remarks, but again, I'm just not thinking a normal Terminator squad. You're yeah, could be, could it could the be same at least doing anything. Yeah, I'm going to be honest. The annoying thing about these is. I want to make some. Yeah. I want to make some for my arm warriors. I don't care. I want to make some. You do. You you do. You, Mister B. I've never. I've never said anything else. Well, they, but they I'm just. Have, they don't have Volkite, do they, Mike? Nope. I, I I actually think I don't see them as having a point in the game beyond. It's an interesting little diversionary unit that you can make up, and I like that in a way. The gamey side of me is like I don't see the I don't see the point in them. Don't want to know. But the actual that's an interesting opportunity to make a unit that I can make for fluffy reasons and mm-hmm. I can shove into the little Iron Warriors force that I have. And I'm like I've got some Terminators sitting in a box. I'll buy some Thunderhammers when I'm down at Warhammer World in next week. Sorted. If you're, why would you? Why would you get some Thunderhammers? I mean, they're armed with Thunderhammers. You can get chain fists for nothing. Yeah, literally nothing. Well, aren't they, aren't, I thought they were armed with Thunderhammers. They are, but you can exchange. Why would you take Thunderhammer thunder when you can take chain fist? Uh, yeah, true. Oh, I don't know. Thunderhammers look cool though. 
there is that. I mean, I can't yeah, Thunderhammers look cool. cool while on a corpse lying on the battlefield, whereas Chain Fist <laughs> will actually kill something. Yeah, you're right, Mr. Pope. Thunder Thunderhammers do look cooler than Chain Fist. Bear, so, bear in uh, mind, uh, Michael, you can't roll more than a three, and so so rolling two dice for armor penetration <laughs> with a three, you're at least going to get through the side of a rhino. Whereas, yeah. Whereas if you're just rolling one dice, you're just going to bounce off everything. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, I will. Uh, I will have a long think. But yeah, chain, chain, chain fists could be interesting. And then an entire unit with chain fists. Or I mean, that's what I'm ten. doing for my my Imperial Fist Terminator squad. It's pretty much going to be uh, storm shields and chain fists. Because yes. I'm a terrible human being. You are. That's true. You are. You are a terrible human being. <laughs> you did that with me, Michael, when I played Thanks, you guys. when we had that glaive off at London. <laughs> well, you had my I mean, some people would be crushed by that. No, I don't have a unit of Terminators with chains. Their brother and one of their closest friends. Yeah. Uh, I, don't, I don't think I do. Being, but I just went, no, it's fine. I just brushed it off like it was nothing. I do, I do, I like, I do like the idea of giving them a multi-melter, though. I'm going to have a quick quiet word myself in the corner, if that's all right. <laughs> I think just carry on. Mr. Yeah. B is just completely ignoring you there. Yeah. You don't I, I, I just kind of like, toned you out completely. I, I do like the idea of a multi-melter on them, though. That seems quite cool. I'm just like, where am I going to get a multi-melter from? Um, yeah, good question. Doesn't the cataphractide plastic kit have a multi-melter? No, it's heavy flamer, isn't it? Yep. Uh, so just the only the one I know off, of is the... Take the end off a heavy flamer and put the end of a multi-melter on. Yeah, the only one, the only one that I think of that's got a multi-melter uh, terminate, for a cataphractory terminator is the um, Sons of Horus terminators, the Just Aaron. Okay. Which interestingly comes as a separate kit with thunder hammers. Okay. <laughs> yeah, don't. Um, don't, Michael. Don't do it, my man. I'm just trying to look at what the relative costs of this would be. Actually, to be fair, I do want to get some for our podcast. Um, I'm a little bit worried about my brother now. I think that we might we, we might have pushed him over the edge. No, that's all right. I'm fine. Don't worry. I can handle it. I'm a terrible person. <laughs> okay, right. Go, go, okay, so who's who's next? It's Rob, isn't? It? Oh no, Rob's just done it. Yeah, I Chris. Just did that, yeah. Chris, it's back what? to Chris. You're a terrible person to read this, do you? Okay, so like, what is it? Someone needs to kick a kitten or something. Why? Uh, Why uh, right, a bad one? Uh, there we go. Uh, this month's Legion Dispatch saw the unveiling of the Sons of Horus Terminator Praetor, and he is uh, to use an acronym that is quite popular on the internet, SAF. Uh, he is a good-looking chap, I think. SAF, SAF. Sexy ass. Yes. Oh, right, okay, yeah, okay, right, yeah. Damn it, I'm old. Yep. Yeah. you not me, terrible. Yes, that's true. Um, okay, it is a great looking model. This, I think, yeah, it it's it's got proper imposing nature about him. It might be the paint job that helps that, but he looks like he's gonna cause you a mischief when he like, comes across. I'm it. surprised that model doesn't cause fear because, like, talk about intimidating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he is he is the most intimidating Terminator Praetor Forge World have released. Mm. Without, without any. I mean, okay, he's got a, actually he's got a power mall, so that that lessens it somewhat. <laughs> you just go, yeah, all right, yeah, that, whatever. That, that combi melter doesn't um, distract him though. 
that's still no, like, can't be mud. It can't be mud, yeah. Like that power mall, that put that pause dead easy. Just to trim that off nice and flush. Yeah. Put a, put a paragon blade in there, and you've got a seriously imposing chap. Yeah, it's freaking awesome, and I cannot wait to see what certain people in the community do with it. Mm, it looks really cool. Um, it's not only a good model; it's a proper painter's model as well. Yeah, because I'm a man who can't let something go. Uh, I just did a rough. She's going back to a previous point. So a normal Terminator squad Ryan Warriors with Chain Fist is 225 points, right? But you don't get the extra weapon skill, you don't get the extra leadership, and you don't get stubborn or hatred cybernetica. So actually, that Dominator cohort, if you're gonna just run normal Terminators rather than siege Terminators, it's probably all right actually. Skill five is not to be sniffed at. Yeah, hitting on threes, and I do. Stubborn is useful. Uh, all the time, all the time. You're absolutely right. This is a unit so, for your legion that can take weapon skill five. Stop moaning. I'm going to stop moaning. You're absolutely right. But yes, so it's not actually. It's yeah. I guess you know. If you want an assault squad of terminators, pretty good. Anyway, sorry about that, Chris. I just thought um, it was worth mentioning. No, it's the Haskells are. Um, I thought you're you're the iron the looking, looking at the two. I thought the Imperial Fist version was better personally. I think just because the weapons that they're limited to, that's the thing that mm. holds them back. Um, yeah, they can't take chain fists. Oh, okay, fair enough. They uh, can take they can take celluloid power gauntlets, oh, which is great because they're, they're, they're AP one and must crafted, but don't have armor bane. So yeah, horses, it, horses. Yeah, yeah, they can't deep strike those. So. But okay. yeah, the terminators I'm going to build are just going to be a normal terminator squad because I can take an assault cannon in that and. Have yes. a jolly old time. Nice. Um, back to the job at hand. Uh, humble, good old humble bundle. They're back. Oh, you got it. Aurus Eresy. Aurus Eresy. Called Blimey Governor. Audiobook bundle. The Voices of Heresy. Which nets you no less than 23 audiobooks and shorts for a princely £13.27. And it's all for the benefit of the Every Library Institute. So a good cause right there. Mm-hmm. So um, I have no idea if that's but thirteen pound twenty seven for twenty three audiobooks and short stories seems like a bargain to me. They only had the um, what's it um, American the dollar amount uh, for some reason on the um, on the website. Um, I don't know why, uh, but it was like six hundred odd dollars. It was a serious serious saving. Yeah, those, I mean, it's, 23, still there. it's still there. You can buy it. Still. Those audiobooks are, would normally be about yeah. 15, 20 quid each anyway. So it's a whole lot of Jonathan Keeble for not a lot of a books. Full novels like Fairy Dagger, like 30, Titan Death, um, Slaves to Darkness, Descent of Angels, Heralds of the Siege. They're 30 quid each. Yeah, so okay. crazy, crazy oh. savings. That's 19 quid for crazy the, uh, yeah, £458.28 it's now got in, in pounds sterling for how much it would cost you normally. Oh, yeah, I can see that now. I couldn't see that before. Yeah, 458 quid uh, worth of things. And that is on until I can't see how long it's back there for. Two weeks ago? It's offer ends in 12 days. Nice. And that is okay. as of time of recording at... <laughs> oh, so the offer ends on the 15th of December. There we go, just for 
And it's a good, it goes to a good cause. It goes to a good cause. Those Garrow ones are kind of short stories, aren't they, some of those? Yeah. Uh, the of Moment so. is quite a long one, I think. Yeah, some of the Garrow oh, ones are like two two and a half hours something i think yeah legion of one is a very short one oath of moment oh i'm trying to oh i've got the that's a long one that's a long one iron corpses iron corpses that's the um that's in there that's the one good thing that david Allendale's done (laughs) i'm not moderating that statement because the two books he's written are awful yes but but he has he has written some good shorts that Iron Corpses is a really good audio drama. That's why I was, that's why I'm that's why I get so disappointed with his books because that audio oh. drama is brilliant. Uh, you, if you if if you want to read a good David Annadale, try his horror stuff on Warhammer Horror. That's better. Anyway, that's, that's a pretty good. I honestly thought I, I honestly thought you were going to say if you want to read a good David Annadale. Read a Dan Abner. I thought that's what yeah, you were going to say. That, that's that, 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 no, I think no, that's the, that's the his... statement he meant to say. No, no, read his horror stuff. And yeah, to be honest, when he does a nice short story that's very focused, it's telling you he's better. You've that's not read you've not read Gaunt's Ghosts, have you? If we're talking uh, I, I have started reading Gaunt's Ghosts. Uh, I've read the first two books. Thank you. So first okay. and only Ghostmaker. Yeah, first and only and and uh, yeah, so I, I've got the other one on my to read list but my to read list is stupidly long yeah, I, mean, I do have a list yes red warhawk i have it's next on my list it is literally now anyway right my moving on my next baby moving the next on. Book we're friends at war games atlantic we love these guys adding a second cannon fodder set so that is the sort of um uh conscript type uh, prisoner set that you can turn into sort of like you know militia or just have as a as a nice old um Nice old kit there, and these are designed as a female set. So if you want to have a uh, militia with all the uh, lasses from Orange to New Black, yeah, you can do that now. You totally can. Yep. I absolutely would, because that would be hilarious. Although I'd need to print, I'd need to get a head that's a very old Janeway head. Yes, of course. Anyway, good. Good. How much did that set you back? Not uh, not Uh, out yet. But if you go on their other the, sets are about thirty five dollars by the way. Yes, oh. there are. How much are there? Uh, where is it? Yeah, Canon Canon fodder is thirty five dollars. Uh, is this, yeah. this stuff from Australia? No, it's in. Uh, no, it's actually UK. They're actually a UK company, so I don't know why the price okay. is in dollars. They're, they are a UK company, but they do their set. It's thirty. Oh, that's a heavy sport. That's a bit. <coughs> the Les Grongyards, for example. Oh, yes, whatever. They yes. they grognards. They are twenty four figures. For thirty-four dollars, um, pretty good. And they do directly post from the UK. They're, I'm sure they're a UK company, so. All right, cool. I good don't stuff. know why they're. And then they do multi deals as well. Mm-hmm. So, it's they are really really good. I'm I'm a big fan of uh fan of these guys. Okay. Oh no, it says at the bottom you can change your currency. My currency is set on UK. Twenty-five quid. Nice. 25 quid so just over a pound per model can't argue with those kind of numbers cool next we are missing a rob his internet has died oh no so shall we 
continue through. Let's continue. Yes. Because it is late. Uh, so say. apologies, guys. You're going to lose your Rob. We've only got two bits. All right. Go, I'm so. back. My oh, we got Rob. Yay! I'm on, uh, on yeah. hotspot, but carry on. Go on. We're almost so. there. So. It's just your last bit of news to me, Robert. Yeah. Let me just uh, refresh where my system died at. Uh, yes, uh, so Games Workshop have a competition. Every £10 spent on the GW website until the 1st of January, you get a raffle ticket. This is rather tempting, this. Uh, now, if you win the <laughs> yeah. raffle, if you win the raffle, it's like the old-fashioned prize they used to do, grand prize draw they used to do, if anybody remembers, yeah. where you used to get one of everything. Well, what you get now, rather than one of everything that they already do you get more because you get one of everything for an entire year so that's every plastic games workshop model kit every plastic 40k age of sigma supplement every black library novel every box every miniature every book now what that doesn't include is every forge world but I mean, every... imagine uh, if there was another starter set for some other game coming out at some point. Yeah, you know, that's every, that's every box and every box game. So, you I know, if, the only thing if there was a box, if there was a box to... with a plastic Spartan coming out at some point, hopefully in the next 12 months, that would be included. Yeah, I think the only thing they said is not included is army launch boxes. So like the Black Templar box that we just had and yeah. collector's editions. And if Ooh. they do like a free level starter set, set like they've done with 40k and AOS, mm. you get the top level. Yeah. So, Jazzy. Like, if you're going to be spending pennies anyway until the 1st of January, so if if Grandma Ethel buys you vouchers for Christmas, don't faff about spending them. Get your, get your entries in, because you'd be gutted if you missed out. Yeah, I think there are two that's, winners. That's, that's, so that's, let me just get this right. Is that everything they released for a year? It's not everything in their current back stock of every. Yeah, everything. No, so no, every every new release. New. Okay, every, cool. every new release. Okay. Uh, they oh, get you, you get something for that. So, so, so for example, if we're thinking what we've seen in leaked promo pictures is coming, that would be that box. Then, when they release the Mark Six on their own, it would be that box. When they release the Spartan on its own, it would be that box. The Praetors on their own, it would be that box. If it's a retooled Contemptor, it would be that box. It would be all the um, all the upgrade kits that Michael puts in the Augury Scanner for the one component that he wants to use for a conversion. Mm-hmm. Thumbs up. It would be all the terrain. Yeah. Like, like just the amount of terrain, you know, Michael would be like a company of legends. Anyway, mm. yeah, okay, that, we get that, it. that also, to be fair, there is a free route of entry. You can enter free. Yes, you don't. It, the, but you know, as with oh yeah, one things, ent- one free entry, one free entry is permitted. Um, so you've got a form that you can complete on a website um uh, a separate one for northern Ireland because they've got a separate whole basically for some bizarre reason u.s canada <coughs> and northern irish uh, residents from eligible territories you cut you don't make a purchase entry is free you complete the form that's it that's what you do that's the only way you can get in one entry northern ireland uh i believe that's northern, that is northern ireland isn't it ni yeah yeah, yeah. northern ireland 
Canada and the US because they've got, oh yeah, it says Northern Ireland there, bizarre laws around raffles and stuff. To be fair, there are weird laws around raffles in the UK, but you can do this. In the in the rest of the world, there are two entry routes and you can and you can only enter via one of the routes. So if you're spending money, you get multiple tickets. If you're not spending money, you get one ticket. You can't enter both draws. Uh, and then there's two winners. And anybody who's from Canada or Belgium has to answer a skill testing question, which is one plus one, usually. Is that challenging for Canadians or Belgians? No, the law there prevents raffles as it's seen as gambling. Yeah. And gambling is, ve- especially in Belgium now, very yeah. specifically not wanting to target minors. So you have to enter a skill testing question. So it goes from a game of chance to a game of skill. There's no legislation which says the skill has to be, you know, you have to do trigonometry or whatever. You just have to answer a simple one plus one or two times two or whatever like that. Something simple. Wow. It's they just the way. They banned all the things from EA, didn't they? All the little loot box stuff. Yep. Loot box stuff, yeah. That and, gambling. Yeah, and there are two prizes. <clears throat> so one's for the rest of the world. So that's and then one is just for the US, Canada, and Northern Ireland because they only have one one draw, you know, one ticket, and it would be quite unfair if the rest of the world can dominate with tons of entries, if that makes any sense. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah. Cool. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so that is quite cool. I would definitely, definitely well, I want to win that. <laughs> I'm not going to spend uh, enough money to win it, but that's not the point. Uh, if it's just a random draw, in theory, it's no different to buying a lottery ticket on one chance. Is it's just been a ten or whatever? Is it true? True. I used to enter a lot of competitions back when I was not doing a lot, and I did win quite a few back things. When you were just... working in a bar as a Dolly Parton impersonator. Okay. Mm. Anyway, right. And then act till five in the morning. Exactly. <sighs> what were your shift patterns like? Uh, right, okay, okay. Uh, talking of, of ordering from Games Workshop, your last shipping dates for Games Workshop are the 20th of December for the UK mainland, 19th for Ulster, and 14th for the Republic of Ireland, assuming you get delivered by UPS. And this includes Forge World. Um, obviously, check if you're from one of a, a country that isn't one of those listed. Um, yeah, there we, is we a fair old chance. Do we? we do, but there's a fair old chance that the deadline would have been missed by the time that this show goes out because yeah. we are last month's news we, yeah the, i think the, the it's a weird one because obviously brexit and the way delivery stuff is going on in the rest of the world that you know dates that used to be much sooner uh you know m- m- much later on are now so much sooner it is to be honest I, I don't know why games workshop i haven't got a warehouse in europe right now well too busy building stuff here yes mm-hmm. anyway yeah so canada us you're done australia actually yeah you're done now australia uh, no they can still order forge world to, to the 16th oh yeah cool. and that's the important stuff um but yeah france finland it sort of all gradually goes on i think most countries are like the 14th or 15th so very nice uh, plenty of time you've got a bit of time you've got, you know yeah especially if that. you're especially if you're in europe you've got a cup you've got at least another you know 10 days or so yeah yeah
so it's time to close the show. Um, please leave us some reviews on iTunes. The more stars, the better. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. The links are all in the show notes. Give the pages a like for no other reason than to let us know that you like what we're doing. Obviously, you know, Graham uh, does need regular boosts to the uh, ego there. Otherwise, he gets uh, he gets a bit upset. I do. Uh, if you want to get in touch with us, you can post on our Facebook wall whatever that is you can send us a message or you can email us at the rush at edge of empire.co.uk or you can come and talk to me on instagram as well if you want to help the show out we have an audible so you can sign up to get your horus heresy or you can put my teeth in and you can get your horus heresy audiobook through them with a month's free trial and after that it's 7.99 a month for an audiobook and all the black library books are on there you can also become a patron of the show, pop a couple of dollars in the tip jar, for which we will be eternally grateful. Keeps the server farm running um, and, uh, you know, keeps uh, Michael's numerous lighting artifacts and uh, voice activated appliances uh, going. Uh, you can help us out by going through the advert on our website and purchase your wargaming toys through Element Games. We are. Um, we also have our own element crystal codes as well, which means you get double crystals and we get normal ones. And I think as per time of recording, our element doing five times crystals as well. I think that's ended at this point. Oh, I'll well, double you check now. Don't come to us for the news. But that was um, that was for their Black Friday, Cyber Monday. I was at the Black Friday one. Well, we'll put them in the, the show notes. Chris has his code, which is CHR211. Graham's is GI2794. Dolly's is MIC440. And mine is Rob676. We also have affiliate links with the Outpost as well, which is a great little friendly local gaming store in Sheffield. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's it for us until the next episode, which is the one you're all waiting for because there'll be a list challenge. There certainly will be. And what a list challenge. So I think next episode, we're going to be speaking to, hopefully, um, the folks behind the Moriton um, creator of tanks, I suppose would be the best way to do yeah, it. Yeah, Morton. Tanks and yeah, Morton. 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 Something like that. I don't know. Well, um, that question. Yeah, first question. How do you pronounce it? Yeah. And then... Um, so and then the list challenge i think we're going to do a list challenge that is firmly rooted in the love of tanks ideally ones with tracks and not hovering just in case anybody was thinking they could do that um oh and, seriously that's that's a nonsense that's an absolute yeah, that's nonsense right there that's no skimmers i don't make no, rules well clearly you are yeah, exactly. Uh, so you can... <laughs> Look, I think we agreed that, to be fair, we agreed that you should use Mortian tanks. I, we could. I'm just thinking that let's have a think about javelins, this. Javelins. Be... Hang on. So there's no dreadnoughts, no javelins, no other skimmers, no flyers. Basically, it just gives you a Sakaran, a Land Raider, and about two other things. Well, Sakaran, Land Raider, Predators. Master indicators yeah. then there's all the mechanicum nah. you know, there's a, there's a all the mecha- all the mechanicum now is it as well okay not allowed to have a flying tank that's actually a tank 
but I can have a semi-sentient If you want to do a tank list that is centred around the custodians, I'm cool with that. I really am. But it's fundamentally the the theme of the army should be leaning on the side of armour and not on troops. So you, I wouldn't expect to see a Death Star, for example, in this in this army, but I might expect to see a row of shiny tanks of sorts. That kind of thing. So if you want to do that and you want to use skimmers and you want to use flyers and you want to use whatever you want to use, that's cool. Just the central theme is going to be around tanks and armour. So almost like a Talarn list, if you like. How's that? Yep, works. Yep. Just, it, I think just limiting it to tract armour is strategically I, 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 yeah, quite challenging. I, that makes sense. I totally agree. I mean, it would be interesting to see what you can do without using tract armour to, to meet that criteria. But I think if we said a kind of Talarn-esque list, so there's no... Um, Nobody can step outside these kind of armoured shells, if you like. Yeah. How's that sound? Poison planet. Yeah. So what would uh, four Sherman fireflies? (laughs) (laughs) What would uh, you know? So you've got all of the solar artillery, of course. What would the Sherwood Rangers be rolling? What would the Sherwood Rangers do exactly? Um, So yeah. Anyway, I've got to go because the dogs kicking off and it's twelve o'clock. So. Let's call it there. Good night, folks. Have a lovely couple of weeks. I'll speak to you soon. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Take care, everybody.